This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. We're going to be here. Thank all of you for giving us this high honor and privilege. Loving it. 25 years uh, rolling. We're going to get phone calls in now at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and there are lines available. Helmsy is there. He'll take your phone calls, and uh, you can talk about whatever is on your mind, and we'll roll through various topics. Uh, last hour, we ran through a few things. Uh, those of you that had the kickoff hour, they ran through a few things. So you can talk about those topics. You can bring up your own topic if you'd like to. Uh, we'll go to Summer in Pinson. She's listening to 104.7 WZZK. If you want to get in, Dallas now. There's lines available. Summer, go ahead. Hey, um, so I listened to The Hunted yesterday or watched it. Mm-hmm. And what I first thought the whole alien or whatever weird thing should have never even brought up, in my opinion, because it took away from the whole people missing. But the second thing is, is these people, is this the first time they went to that area? Or is this, have they been there multiple times? Yeah. You're talking about the ones that heard the Bigfoot stuff? The Bigfoot? Uh, yeah, uh, which yeah. one are you talking about went to the area multiple times? Are you talking about all the stories, or are you just talking about one particular yeah, story? Yeah, all the people who went missing, the area that they went missing in, did they go there multiple times? Or is that the first time they've yeah, been there? Yeah, I, I will say the ones at the first of the show, mm-hmm. let me separate that way, sounded very similar to what we do hunting. You know, same rules. If there's a problem, you fire three times in the air. That means all the hunting's off. You go to where the shots were fired type thing. Um, but the question you're asking is, had these people been to where they went? And the answer is yes. Most yeah. of them had hunted these areas before. Um, I know and, one of the first ones, it's very common, you know, right. to drop people off on a, <clears throat> off of a road and they drive. go in. Yeah. They were and, doing a uh, drive. And then but, the ones that did the drive and came back down. That was the first one. That was it, the first it? one. Yeah. And they said that that man and his sons and these friends had hunted that area many times. So they had been there. The guy who went up, you know, that had the mule, the, the wreck, and got lost, he had been in that area before. So, yeah, these were not people being dropped off in areas that they were not familiar with or had never been before, and I think that's what you're asking. Now, why this bunch who had the secret campsite that had all the weird stuff happen secret to them, campsite. why they ever went back? Yeah. To, I wouldn't go back. If, if, if what they recorded was really happening and what they saw, they really saw – I don't ever go camp there again. I mean, you couldn't get me to go anywhere no. near there. But they are they are people that the outdoors is their thing, and they would take that on as a challenge. No, I, I know people no, that way. Right. You do too. I'm not that way. I'm but, not. But either. I do I'm know. People, I do know I'm people out. that way. Yeah. Yeah. You remember what I said? But, what, but whatever. It whatever is going to kill me will have a very difficult time doing it. <laughs> I'm not going to make it easy. You know, I, I, I don't do I don't do I try not to do those kind of things. Yeah. You know, like we said on the show for years, if something gets me a monster, an animal, something like that gets me, you will. It was an abnormal situation. It's like, well, Rick never thought a tiger was going to attack him. You know, when he was downtown, you know, getting something to eat at, at barbecue. <laughs> right. joint. You know, it's so anyway. Just uh, escaped the zoo and got him. Yeah, I mean, it came right through his window. He was just sitting there <laughs> yeah. watching Monday Night Football. Uh, Mike and Clanton listened to ZZK. Mike, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hope you all are having a great morning. Great. Thank you. Um, I was just wanting to call and talk about the quarterbacks. A guy I think they should pick up 
a couple years ago actually should have won a playoff game, but he had a couple guys on his defense get some unsportsmanlike penalties and cost the game. But what do y'all think about A.J. McCarron? Is he a free agent right now? He's with the Texans. Yeah. He was injured, but I saw him dressed out the other night. Yeah, is he playing? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was still in the league. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. the Texans. But I, I, again, I thought I saw him dressed, but I, I know he was injured mm-hmm. during camp. You know, I, and, and we were talking about all these quarterbacks. We forgot Andrew <laughs> Luck retired. I know. Yeah. Forgot all about yeah. that. Well, he, he just needed to. He, he couldn't face another uphill climb of an injury. He was done. Yeah. He just didn't have any more left. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Ray Ray. We talk to Ray Ray, what's going on? I-92, what's up? Nothing much. I just wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were on the GM strike this morning. Uh, it just kind of feels like to me between the AT&T and the British Airways, and I currently work for uh, Class 1 Railroad, and, and uh, we're about ready to strike ourselves if we could. But it just seems like the top end is uh, really putting the workers down, and it seems like a lot of people have kind of had enough of it and wanted to see y'all's opinion on it. You know, honestly, and I'm not trying to avoid the question because I, I'd be happy to discuss it. I honestly am so uninformed and uneducated on each one of these separate deals on who's getting treated what way. I don't know enough about it. I really don't. Yeah, I'm same way. I'm kind of out of the loop. I hope it's over quick. I, I certainly support people's rights to be able to to unionize, but I also know at times you you got uh, bad people giving bad advice on both both sides of that. So I hope they're reasonable and come together and uh, get this thing going well I, Bubba and I will say this and this is a general statement and probably within each strike you would find individual things that make that strike unique and I just don't know that information right. yeah so but but I will say this this general statement I think we both can live with and I, I hope this is how everybody feels when you're when you get into negotiations you have to have the mindset and I would say this to the employer and the employee You've got to look if there's any way possible for a win-win. And, th- and there was a time that that was kind of understood. What I think has happened on both ends of the spectrum, and again, I don't know the individual situations, so this is not intended at any yeah. individual situation, but I've seen it on both ends mm-hmm. where the employer doesn't seem to have that mindset or the employees don't, seem, right. don't right. seem to have that mindset. Yeah. And this is not about who can come back and say, got you. You know, you and I dealt with that in the early days of radio. It seemed to be this mentality that the, what everybody was trying to accomplish, they wanted to go into some room and scream, we screwed them. I know. You, you know I what know. I mean? Instead of going, this works out good for both of yeah. us, and we're going to do yeah. well. Because the head of, of the union wants to go back to the membership end. and say, I, I brought them to their knees. Oh, yeah. And the negotiators for the company want to go to their stockholders and say, look, I got, I whooped everybody into line. So. Yeah. It's it's like it's almost like it's it's turning. And I'm not saying this is happening. I don't right, know these situations. Right. Let me clarify All that again. All of them are different. But I'm saying there seems to be a mentality now that people want to almost look at it like it's a contest, and somebody mm-hmm. one person is supposed to win, not both sides are supposed yeah, to win. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I found that's kind of similar into buying and selling a house. I bet so you, have. you know. <laughs> and, and, and it's good to have a couple that goes. You know what? We're both going to give and take a little bit here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we both come out on the positive side when it's all said and done. And I think with the GE, uh, the GM strike now that you know they took some cuts and some concessions back eight or nine years ago when everything was falling apart. And GM is now reporting like a eight billion dollar profit, and they're saying, "Hey, you need to share right, that." Right, right. Um, Back when we gave some stuff, up, we so gave right, stuff right. when you were right. when you were going under yeah. when you didn't have that right. profit. Right, right. Uh, and, I, and I think if that's the case, that's a legitimate situation to to say, "Hey, we we helped us get through tough times, and now we're we're not in tough times." Is it any of that ever coming back to get us at least somewhere where we were? I understand that, and 
And I think what you have to understand, if you're the employer, you have accomplished zero. I don't care how much you can you can sock away. You've accomplished nothing if the people working for you don't want to win for you. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, if you're an employee and you have just banged on your employer to the point he can't make a profit, you're that's not a win either. No. So so what you've got to do is, to is find a way. And, and how about this? There is no scenario where the president of a company – and the person working for the company are going to make the same money. That that's that right. that's not the real world, uh, because that that president has d- taken some 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 uh, you know he's taken money and invested it. He's put money out there. He, has some expertise. Yeah, he has some expertise, and you know was was saying I'm willing to invest to hopefully we can make this thing work. But I still go back to my original comment, just from somebody watching from the stands, and I realize that's where I am. Uh, is it looks like people have lost that that mindset of let's get in here and let's let's get the real numbers out there and let's all come up with something we can all live with and do well. And I've lived yeah. through these negotiations where I used to work before and and a lot of times like you're talking about it comes down to you talking about you're not going to make you know but you want to maintain what you have and if the cost of living goes up a certain amount you would like to see a raise it would keep you you don't want to go backwards. Right. It's basically you know and yeah. I think that's fair. Oh yeah, yeah that nobody likes a plan they have to go backwards. Yeah. 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 And now you get in desperate times. That's, that's and a different. lot of it's working conditions over little different things that you hackle, you know, about. Well, I remember you saying sometimes back in the day, and I won't get any specifics, that sometimes the union gets there and argues about things well, that don't even impact people's lives. Yeah, the mind. I, I'd much rather have a better package than maybe I didn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I got more breaks. Yeah, we served, we argued, yeah. and that was way back. That, that mentality's gone. And the oh, best good. thing they yeah, ever did yeah. is when the company lets you become a stockholder. Yeah, and you really want the yeah, company to do yeah. well. And and maybe mm-hmm. that uh, you know that profit will be shared yeah, among exactly. stockholders, which it's better to have more shares than you pocket. You want the company to operate well. Yeah, because yeah. you're because you're right. giving yourself a raise. <laughs> exactly. I'm investing in something that has a value. When we come back, John in North Carolina said he's got a story about a double date that didn't go well. We'll take that one and some more of your phone calls when we come back. If you want to get in right now, uh, you can. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll do one more uh, round of phone calls before we get to some other stories that we'll unpack. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. 21 minutes past the hour uh, since we, we were asked a question that took up most of the last segment. Uh, we'll, we'll jump into a phone troll situation now. So that way we can get through the calls a little quicker. And more of you have an opportunity to make a comment, ask a question, direct the show how you want to go. Uh, lines are available. Helmsy's there. He's ready. So if you dial us at 866-WE-BE-BIG, you'll get in right now. We'll start with John in North Carolina. And based on his topic, John may get the first time out. Bubba's got one. And uh, and so does uh, so does Speedy uh, replacing Helms, who's in on the phones right now. Uh, so John, uh, you got to you, you. We'll start with thirty seconds, but I, I have a feeling that we, you may get a timeout based on your topic. But we'll see. Go ahead. When I was in college, me and my buddy were double dating, mm-hmm. and we went parking in this area where this guy was supposed to have had his head cut off years ago. Oh, okay. And people said people said they had seen him around there looking for his head. Well, we went parking there, and we were sitting there talking to the girls, and my buddy's girlfriend had to go to the restroom, so she got out, and knew she ain't been out but just a minute or two, she screamed bloody murder. Well, me being a tough guy, I jumped out of the car. I was going to save her, and all she could do was point, and I looked up in the tree, and I saw these two great big eyes scare me so bad I fell on my back, and it was a cotton-picking owl. 
So it was an owl. Okay. Are you, it was an owl. Well, yeah. The, all right, so John did get a timeout. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure it delivered what we hoped. but uh, was a cotton pig and owl. <laughs> what is it, Greg, they're saying? And who cooks for you? Who cooks for you all? <laughs> Don't forget the owl. I thought well, let me get this straight. Him and his buddy talk, were, uh, were parking where some guy lost his head, and he supposedly was his body was walking around looking for it. Yeah, I'm okay. his head. <laughs> I'm just, That's a parrot. I know. I don't understand. Suddenly, there's a parrot. Right, Owls yeah. don't talk. Speech. John, there's a parrot with me. I wanna. All right, let's go to uh, to John in Odenville. John, go ahead. Thirty seconds. You don't want to talk in bird in that. Hey, area. I just had a quick comment about paying college football players. Uh huh. Um. My my question is, where is it in? When do high school football players ask to get paid? I mean, they they make money. Well, schools. In all fairness, usually when when a, when there's a very successful high school program, the coach pays his parents and, and, <laughs> right. and moves them into <laughs> right. and moves yeah. them into an apartment. Pays their rent. Yeah, yeah. And, and they it, don't want to lose that. Right. Yeah. yeah, that that's yeah. that's the apartment complex you have inside your district. <laughs> You're right. Or they hire them as a janitor. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> we continue. You're going to work for the city, sir. Okay. <laughs> Could you just bring back the, the hundred dollar handshake? You're right, uh, the old hundred dollar handshake. Whatever happened to this? <laughs> Brad in Athens. Brad, go ahead. <laughs> hey, I just got a question for you. We've got a my wife and I own a uh, video production studio, and we work with a lot of different projects. And I was curious, maybe Bubba or Adler have a suggestion as to uh, you know what type of project organization software they use, or maybe have heard of project organization software. Yes, sir. Well, I think Adler would probably be a better qu- uh, mm. better answer to that right now. He deals with all that hands-on every day. Yeah, Adler at rickandbubba.com. Adler wait, at rickandbubba.com. Yes. Try, try this, too. <laughs> 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 That's all day, by the way. <laughs> short answer, short answer. I use the Adobe Creative Cloud. Again? Yeah. Adobe Creative Cloud. You have okay. to rent it. Adobe Creative Cloud. There you go. Thank you. There's, there's the answer without having an email. Uh, let's go to Cody and Pelham, 104.7 WZZK. We, we rent here, too. Cody, Good go morning, ahead. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, buddy. Good. bad follows. Hey, uh, so Creepy Joe visited 16th Street Baptist Church. Did y'all know that? No, Joe Biden was in Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah. He was. 16th Street. Did he talk about, did he talk about Corn Pop again? Corn Pop, get him. He did not. He talked about how uh, whites will never fully understand what it's like uh, to experience something like what happened at 1663. Well, he's, he's probably right about that. Yeah. But um, how about the um, – um, did you see Babylon B said that Joe Biden had finally landed the elusive Corn Pops endorsement deal. He's <laughs> <laughs> got him home Corn Pops. Did you hear that whole, did you hear oh, yeah, that whole thing about him oh, yeah, we played all explaining that. We played it, the yeah. straight razor and how they would leave yeah. it out in water to yeah. get it rusty and all that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, went through, we went through that whole thing uh-huh. yesterday. It was a – Look, let me tell you, he's he's already got him t-shirts. God love up. him, and then when he tells hey, stories, called corn pop, and he tells stories and he leaves out like real important parts. Like he started using the guy's name he never established in the story. Right. Yeah, and th- we didn't know I, who he was. I, I'm shocked that Trump has not tweeted with the word corn pop in it. I know. I, I, I mean, he's just mm-hmm. he has to be holding back. What if if y'all don't think there's him. restraint, that's well, it. he's he's locked and loaded, ready for a run, right? Now. Right, right. And uh, we need to be. We uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to. Um, Let's go to D in Tennessee. D, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Uh, good morning, sir. Doing well, thank you. 
Hey, I'm just going to put this out, and then I'll let, let you guys talk about it. But okay. uh, the the beatings in Minneapolis, the mob beatings in Minneapolis, yeah. and the lawlessness up there has just got me. I just I I where is the shock? You know, I know. that from the uh, from the left. Well, so, anyway, I'll just yeah. Have you seen those videos? Yeah, I haven't seen the, mm. this particular one. It sounds like it's one of the worst oh, so wow. far. But but this thing where we have the anarchist and the Antifa and, and all this, where they just, if they see somebody they don't like, they just start pummeling them and, and beating them. And These thugs were like basically robbing them. So and what happened here? The one I saw, and it was on a, it was, they showed two, but they said it was because they just like wanted their cell phone, and, and they just beat the mess. I ran over him with a bicycle. They would all come running from different angles and dive on top of him, and it was, it was, it was violent. Well, you know, in the sad part, say it's there was bad one in going into a hotel, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a big fight. That was front. like the first one. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the sadness of all this is where this is all going. And there was a small version of it happened, you know, uh, we were we were all growing up, or I guess, well, I don't remember what age we were in. We, well, how, how old were all of us, the older people here, when Bernie Getz fired on the people on the subway? Yeah, we were in we high were school. Young, yeah. was, it, were we, was it high school? Yeah, it okay. was the 80s. Yeah, well, and, and what hap- what I mean by that is there there comes a moment if you if you get take on an attitude of thuggery and you think well whenever we want something from somebody we just take it by force we beat you down we attack you um, there comes a time when people say well I'm just not going to live that way and then what happens is all of a sudden the people who who say hey we beat up somebody yesterday and took what they had and beat them senseless. Then let's go, go go after that guy, and he turns around and shoots down everybody in sight, and just starts firing on everybody, and says, "You're not t- you're not going to beat me down." Mm-hmm. And so that you have to step in. But you're right; we can't have a mentality that we're concerned about violence only when it fits a political agenda. We have to be concerned about it from top to bottom, as we've said on yep. this show so many times, as a country, comprehensively looking at the, the whole issue of why the human beings that live in this country uh, are slowly but surely turning into animals. Yeah. And and why is that? And, and and then you have to do something to to stop it. But, you know, there comes a time when this kind of, when you just start beating on people and beating them down and kicking them and um, that, they, that they will say, well, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to be sure that doesn't happen to me. And then it just gets worse. We'll be back, bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass All right, we're back. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show running through the stories of the day. Bubba back with us today. Feeling a little better. Hey, lifelock.com, uh, be sure... You go there now because we're going to save you 30% on your LifeLock membership here in just a moment. If you didn't know what this year looks like, it's going to be on track. And I hate to bring this up, and I know that I'm about to be a Debbie Downer, but we're tracking that this will be the worst year ever for data breaches. Sorry. Uh, according to leading research and security firm, more than 3,800 data breaches. That That's not 3,800 people. That's by the millions of people. That's 3,800 breaches, individual breaches, uh, were reported in the first six months of the year. And eight of those, are you ready for this number? Everybody ready? I said millions. I'm wrong. Are you ready for this? 
just just eight of the thirty eight hundred eight exposed data for three point two billion records. Three point two billion records. That's nearly eighty percent of all records exposed so far in twenty nineteen. So the facts are there's many ways for cyber criminals uh, to take what is yours. And that's why we're so thankful that LifeLock's identity theft protection is available, and they've added the power of Norton Security to help protect you against threats to your devices that you can't easily see or fix on your own. And if you ever have a problem, they have agents that will work to fix it for you. Uh, Of course, no one can stop every cyber threat nor prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock with Norton can detect a wide range of threats that could sneak up on you. For a limited time, listen to me, this is a good opportunity for you. If you join now, we're going to get you 30% off your first year. Hear me again. That's 30% off your first year. If you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com, mention Bubba as a promo code if you call, enter it if you go online, and you'll save 30% off your first year. Now, that's that's only good till October the 6th, so make a move on that now. Also, you find that same link with all the same information at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So uh, sadly, we were talking about violence going into the break, and sadly, uh, there's more bad news uh, today concerning violence and and sadly more violence on police officers. Yes, uh, bad news out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama today. A veteran Tuscaloosa police officer in pursuit of a wanted felon was shot to death Monday night. Uh, Mayor Walt Maddox said heroes come in many different forms. Tonight, one of our heroes has died in the line of duty. That officer was Dornell Corsett, a 40-year-old who had been with the department for 13 years, and I understand uh, a former military guy, too. Mm, so I hate to hear that. So uh, just uh, was, was trying to do his job, and the person that he was uh, going after uh, decided to uh, to fire on him, I guess. Yeah, the story that from what we have details said the investigator had received a tip, a suspect wanted on outstanding warrants for failure to appear on felony crimes was at the residence. When he got to the home about 6.23 p.m., he saw the suspect on the front porch, and as the suspect ran inside, he pursued him. He said inside there was an exchange of gunfire. Both him and the unidentified suspect was wounded. Um, the officer was taken to DCH Regional Medical Center, but he was pronounced dead a short time later. Hmm. So there you go. Sad, uh, sad, uh, sad news. So uh, it's a the twenty year old was also shot uh, and has was taken to the hospital and it and has been taken into custody. So just remember that community and um, that uh, that police force, yeah. and it's a reminder and all the families that are involved in that today. Sad. Uh, on another note, uh, when we 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 look at uh, not near as serious, but still something that we uh, have been following. And that is the society that has been created uh, in the political correctness and mob mentality. We're going to get you. It doesn't matter when something happens. We even talked about yesterday the misinformation on Kavanaugh, which, you know, I had somebody send me a, um, an email, and I thought it made a lot of sense. They said certainly some of this is, is just an angry mob that loses its mind, and, and they're so wanting to destroy something, and they're so trying to protect something that they go out and they don't do journalism and they don't check the facts, and there's certainly some of that. But, you know, they said they think there's an underlying thing, and they focus a little bit, Bubba, on what we were saying about John Roberts. They say that they think some of this, and I hate to bring up the B word, bullying, 
but they said uh, some of this is almost like, you know, sometimes one of the things you try to do if you're trying to intimidate an opponent mm-hmm. is to make them see, hey, I don't want that to happen to me. Right. And that right. some of this is almost trying to make some of these judges know you better, no matter, we might not have wanted you to be confirmed, but if you rule you know, in ways, know that if we think you're an enemy of us, we're going to try to do everything we can do to destroy you and get you impeached and get you and get you removed, and we'll do anything we have to do to do it. And then that may tend to have some of them, a la John Roberts, and I hate to say it, sometimes some of Brett Kavanaugh's rulings, uh, you wouldn't like them as much if you're conservative as, as you wanted to. Right. And right. Uh, and even some of the things that haven't made big news, some of his rulings right now, are, are, are they, 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 they head a little to the middle. Yeah, a few and, more rulings uh, like that, I may help you all impeach him. Right. And, so. uh, <laughs> but, but do you think that, that some of that is a scare tactic to try to get them not to try to they're, – they're like, you know how somebody tries to overcompensate? No, 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 I'm not what you say I am. I'm not yeah, – well, well, look, look, look at this on this ruling. Y'all shouldn't be yeah. mean to me. Look, I'm not as bad as y'all make me out to yeah. be. Kavanaugh looks like he went in with that attitude mm-hmm. to show you that I'm not a right wing, right. you know, uh, stuck against the peg over here, that I'm going to, you know, be much more flexible, and maybe y'all will invite me to the tea parties. Right, I don't know. right exactly. Let yeah. me ask you this, though. And, I, I and, find and not, not the tea party uh, movement. The, yeah, the, your, 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 your Washington yeah. uh, cocktail party. Yeah. Is it only – and I don't know what Kavanaugh did or didn't do, and honestly, none of us talking about it know. Him and a few people know. That's that's mm-hmm. all we can say. Um, but again, this New York Times story came out. They found the source. The girl says, I don't have any – Right. I, I can't I can't say he did that. I don't right. remember that. Probably should have been interview number one, if not yeah. if not definitely two. But, yeah. but yet the candidates who are running for president have just taken it like it's fact mm-hmm. and run with it mm-hmm. and – you know, Trump has already called for the people in charge of the New York Times, who he said has been fake news. It's just proved more of it that they be fired. Uh, really, Kavanaugh ought to sue them. Is what he ought to do. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, hit them good on it. And and at least they will have to double clutch when they start to put these stories out in the future. Like the, the truth is always a defense. So if you had talked to this woman and she had said yes, it happened, you print the story. You're fine. You're covered. Mm-hmm. You, your source says it happened. They didn't do that. They didn't do that at all. They people said she said you can't you can't if you're the new. I mean that, that sounds like something the Weekly Whopper would do. You know, come on, <laughs> the Weekly Whopper. I mean, <laughs> that, this is the New York Times. Yeah. Come on, so, you can't, and you're taking on a Supreme Court justice. Uh, that's that's crazy. Not that Brett Kavanaugh's above the law, no. but but he he's at least entitled to the same protections that all of us have. How about there really was no need to bother him with it if you would just simply go interview the victim? Yeah, you get to the bottom of it real quick. The alleged victim, because she would have said, I, I don't know. That, and I, the, the Democrats are so busy impeaching everybody. I mean, there's no way they're going to get all this done. None of it's going to pass the Senate. It's all, it's all just a show. We know that. You know, if they had any hope of getting this through, you'd say, well, maybe it's legit. It is dead on arrival in the Senate. They don't have the votes. Even some of the Democrats go, like the Republicans did when Clinton came in, look, this is bad. He shouldn't have done it, but we're not going to remove a president over it. People can elect and remove a president. We're not going to get involved in that. Because if you do, all that's going to happen is the next time your guy goes in, you're going to get it too. And all they have set up here is the next Democrat that goes in, they're going to be chased with the same acts like they've chased uh, Kavanaugh and Trump. Speedy, will you do a Google search real quick and see any of the Democratic candidates that talked about this in the last debate have come out and apologized now that they know the victim said nothing happened? Oh, wow. It's going to be a short list. I'm going to be able to find out. Can you Google and see if any – 
Will it be mentioned in the next debate? No, no, it will not. No, uh-huh. they'll, what they will do is they'll just keep talking like it's fact. Right. Because they know a lot of people are not going to ever hear the That's story right. that it was not true. Well, the reason why I, th- yes, I know that you you are all— And that plays to their base, too. See. The reason why I know that you're right is look at the— You can before. Look at my hands are up. Yep. I mean, we, we had, we had Kam- uh, Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren both sp- speak to that on the five-year anniversary as if it happened. The way that it that, that has been proven, it didn't happen. Right. I mean, that's been proven. Five years later, they do a memorial to it, and 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 talk about how he had his hands up and got shot, and then cold blood was murdered. Yeah, and that that we know that's not true. So yeah, I guess they might not ever come off. Are, until are y'all are y'all a little shocked that Focahontas is polling so well? What'd you say, Focahontas? That she's polling so no, Elizabeth Warren, not Pocahontas. It's Pocahontas. Really? Yeah. Is, have we changed it to yeah, Pocahontas? Yeah. You, are y'all shocked she's she's not that she's polling as well as she is? Yes, yes, I am. <clears throat> yeah. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, that I'm not at all. Who else is out there? Well, I'm just talking yeah, about. But she is crazy. Does, I, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would have thought you looked around. She made this big Indian thing up that what that backfired on. I mean, after that embarrassment, I'd hide. Yeah. I'd go away. I would uh, want. I would have thought Bernie Sanders <laughs> would have taken the slot she's taken. That's what I. Thought. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. I think he's just so crazy. I, mean, I think he's that. just he. Well, see, I thought the socialists were really fired up about him, and I. But thought, you, you see, he had to take a little time off because he's horse. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! How can you tell? How can you tell? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, horse, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. It, you what look. do you mean, Rick? I've been to the doctor to get a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wanted uh, they wanted Biden, the the main ones that think want to have a chance to win. They wanted him to be the guy, and he's just fumbling all over himself. Yeah, I think, yeah he I, missed his opportunity last yeah, time. Yeah, I, I think I the think Democrats messed that up. I hit the one, but it was surprising to me that Warren was the one who gets the nod over. Really, I thought it would have been Bernie. Based on how well Y'all, he did last right. election, you know, he nearly won the nomination. Have you noticed how the demos are backing off Kamala Harris? There, they, there's something there that they're worried about. Yeah. Or they would. I, I thought she was going to be the front runner. Tell Somebody me horizontal. Oh, horizontal. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 25 years making a living off low expectations. Thanks for being with us. So uh, the trap that has now been set is now, you know, sometimes you put a trap out, you don't check on it, you just start catching things that you didn't even mean to catch. And uh, so the, the trap now is, no matter how long ago it was, if you ever said anything, even if you said it in a time that might have been different, it will now be moved to today's sensitivity, and you will be punished for it today as if you said it today or yesterday. Doesn't matter how long ago it is. And now Saturday Night Live has been uh, has a person who they just hired as a new cast member, Shane Gillis. Shane's new hiring did not last very long, less than a week mm. after the comedian was announced as a new featured player for season 45 hmm. of the Emmy-winning sketch series, He Was Fired. Uh, why was he fired? Well, they were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past few days. The language he used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. Let me say again that Saturday Night Live <laughs> is concerned about being offensive, yeah. hurtful, or unacceptable yeah. as if they go on there and just treat everybody great. 
I mean, it, it, like like everybody's just treated wonderfully. Now, this, right. this is the this is the comedy crew that's crew that's had uh, all the presidents' accusers on. I mean, Stormy's been on there a couple of times. Oh, I yeah. mean, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, boy, this no, is those a, people are welcome with open arms. This is right. a, quite a high water mark here for them, yep. don't you think? Yes, uh, but uh, <laughs> it goes back to where we're talking what about. What did he comedy. do, by the way? What did he do? This I guy here, yeah, he had did some uh, racial jokes, and you know he's a stand-up comic. And they found some old footage of him. Old footage, did, don't miss that. And he was doing. I, I, I'll and again, f- listen to me when I say this. I'm not saying that this is a good thing. Yeah. Okay, but could you imagine Richard Pryor today? The oh, way because you remember his act the way it was. Oh, Eddie yes. Murphy. Oh, Eddie yeah. Murphy. Yeah, today. Who, by I mean, the way, is going to have a guest appearance in December on Saturday Night Live? Eddie Murphy is. I mean, yeah. If you're in the comic bit, well, well I hope he does. Mister Robinson's Neighborhood. That was one of my favorites. They made but James but, Brown Celebrity Hot Tub. Yes, but but go back, go back, <laughs> go back again. Saturday Night Live is nothing but caught in yeah. the trap that the, you know, the worldview that they promote and embrace right. and love has deemed unacceptable because they've done things in their history. Oh my! Oh goodness. my goodness! You and, go way back to the original. Yeah, and yeah. so funny, right? And so they're not kind and wonderful and understanding. They just know that in today's environment, before somebody else sends, starts putting clips of him, you know, and, and a lot of st- stuff he was doing were stereotypes and and racial humor and. And of course, now they're not offended at all about being filthy or no, you no, know or, or no, anything. No, like that's that. not why he's no, no, no. no. There's just certain topics, and so he's uh, he. But he did say he said he's trying to have a good attitude about it. Uh, he says I'm a comedian who was funny enough to make it to SNL, and that can't go. that can't be taken away. <laughs> <laughs> So Even though uh, I never made one appearance, and never never made a uh, yeah, but he was hired. He said he's he he's got that right. He, he went was funny the, enough he to went be hired. The, the tryout and got it. He says I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss. If you go through my ten years of comedy, uh, most of it's bad. You're going to find a lot of bad misses. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I'm trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires taking risk. Um, ten years. I mean, they went. It, it, it doesn't matter when when it happened in the ten years. So it was ten well, years. That's, ago. That's well, he says history it, throughout my ten years. Okay, yeah, I don't know what part gotcha, gotcha. of his history this actual statement was made. I'm going to say it probably wasn't last year in, in today's climate. Right. But right. I he, uh, he, he it's funny here, Rick. Where you, I think you you quoted this. He said it feels ridiculous for comedians to be making serious public statements. But yes. here we are right. <laughs> on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, and uh, so he was, he was making a joke about Andrew Yang, and uh, and uh, and it got it kind of got away from him. Mm-hmm. So so there. So there mm-hmm. he, well, he, the, if he'd have just made jokes about Trump, he'd have been fine. That's right. You so can you say gotta, anything. You got to yeah. stay or just in any white politically yeah. right, yeah. Or, you know, right direction. Remember, sure. there are certain people that you can lampoon and make fun of, and there's certain people you can't anymore. That's right, and uh, there's certain people that can make fun of anybody, and they never get called oh, yeah, question. Yeah. No, no, never. Yeah, I'm getting an email now. Said uh, there was a Saturday night skit between Richard Pryor, Chevy Chase, where Chevy oh, Chase used the N word. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. they played that back because they were on, about on stage. That how yeah. Richard was. I think he was. I found out later he was actually high during it, and uh, but it was a special I saw on him because you know hey, he was a good one. Yes. And he was high during that segment, but he he was such a pro that he could pull it off anyway. Right. He was funny. They showed the segment; it was funny. Yeah. Well, if I recall, not <laughs> this is not that long ago because it was very funny, very funny uh, when they were lampooning O.J. Simpson. Oh, and and during every, the prior, yeah, during and, his trial, and every time that you would get him cornered on facts, he would scream the N word. Yeah. And he'd act like somebody called him out. Who said like, that? Who said that? <laughs> you know, to try to try to try to get you off the topic. <laughs> 
I mean, I said that they did that just, uh, yeah. I mean, I know OJ was longer ago than I think it was, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's 24 it, years. It's more right? modern than the Richard Pryor thing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, I, look. Yeah. Oh, there's comedians. And comedians are starting to realize that this environment is not lending itself to comedy. And it's uh, it's going to make comedy. Very I mean, difficult. even on stage, you can't you can't be funny anymore because you know you're going to get called out on it. Well, mm-hmm. there was a and time taken out of context. Yeah, it, and it, that's context is big in a lot of this. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, there's there's meaning. Well, we're way too lazy to do that. There's there's do. satire, and then there's meanness. And Rick, you can't even quote somebody else, Mm-mm. right? I mean, and and it, and it can't be. You can you can. And here's the part we need to be afraid of. Let's say that what you did was inappropriate by any standard, but it was twenty years ago, exactly, or ten years ago. Where you getting that? And now? in the and in, and in your modern life, you're not behaving that way at all. And then everybody says, "Oh no, you're forever that person." Yeah, Rick now, K. Ivy just said fifty years ago, right, <laughs> right. When they when they got her, you missed uh, you missed K. Call yesterday. I heard. The go- I saw the, the email. Yeah, yeah I, governor call. Dead on again. Yeah, she was just worried about you, <laughs> and she's just getting started. I have to go back here. She did call. She wanted to check on Bubba. It was funny. I think I was still out till about eight o'clock. Hey, it was it was good. I mean, it was hilarious. May find themselves in the Christmas special if they don't watch it. Oh, I think so. Well done. I'd like to get a way, wouldn't you? Hey, by the way, and I didn't tell you all this, but when I was on the phones yesterday, there was a person that called and they did not want to go on air for obvious reasons. I'm mad I didn't tell you all this. They work in the administration in Montgomery and said, I don't know who that was, but y'all need to get their number. They are spot on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very good impression. Very it is. Good. Guys, for all we know, it may be the governor. <laughs> but uh, but let's go back to this. She did survive that, though. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't heard any more talk about it. And, and frankly, should have. Should have. Yeah. I mean, but the uh, – I like when they screamed for her to resign. She was like, oh, heavens no. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was it, Greg? 50 years. And we're just getting started. <laughs> That's good stuff. We'll come back. Some of you, I hope, uh, will stay with us. If you're leaving right now, thanks for being with us today. If you just had all you can stand. If you got all you can stand, you can go. We understand. (laughs) Oh, but just wait. What's coming up? What's coming up, you never know. Also, the the entire Rick and Bubba show always available for you on archives on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. Subscribe today. It's free, and you can get anytime you want. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. You're listening to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest Batman alive. It is six minutes past the hour from the award-winning broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba show, now rocking through 25 years of uh, a show that is about anything. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here today. Don't forget, we mentioned it yesterday above them uh, that we will launch this weekend the very first episode of the original podcast now we have our archives every day and every wednesday we have the the bible study but this will be a unique rick and bubba university the podcast that will be part of your podcast um, you know experience it'll it'll come out once a week and we'll have the first one that will be released this weekend We've been taking your emails, Bubba at RickandBubba.com and Rick at RickandBubba.com and some things you'd like for us to, to consider to discuss uh, in the podcast. Or maybe you have questions you'd like for us to answer in our email segment. 
that we will be doing possibly on the Rick and Bubba University podcast as we try to figure out maybe what do you want from the podcast as a consumer of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, and we'll welcome back Bill Bubba Bussy for another hour. Rick, glad to be here. Interesting emails. Interesting emails on that yeah, yesterday. Yeah, keep them coming because, quite frankly, we haven't decided the topic. Yeah, We've got yeah. a couple in the hopper. But, well, uh, yeah. If, if the show is about anything, probably the podcast will be too. Hey, what, what you scream? I said there's some really good ideas in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. some not yeah. as good. Yeah, maybe that so. may be the topic of the first podcast. Some of the <laughs> topics that did yeah. not make. Just it. read the list. I think yeah. that's funny. Yeah. A couple of them made you do the golden retriever. Yeah. You yeah. tilt your head over to one side, yeah. and, or as we are also called the blonde. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, as uh, as we start the hour, a couple of things to update you on, Bubba. Go ahead. Well, Rick, uh, you know this this. Uh, my payroll HR thing, very strange mm-hmm. in the news. Yep. FBI agents have raided the luxury lakeside home of my payroll HR boss, Michael Mann, after his firm collapsed and left thousands of people across the country without paycheck. Not good. Uh, yeah, Not this good. is a, this is a big one because they were handling millions and millions of dollars of Not payroll. Not good. How you messing up? Um, and the, well, F- the FBI has, has okay. raided their home. You know, they went in, guns drawn, black helicopters, you know, all that stuff. Same thing we've seen with, you know, several high-profile cases here lately, you know, with yeah. Epstein and, and with, uh, you know, several of the Trump people and all that. It just, every time I hear one of these stories, I think, yeah, probably, well, maybe not all of them justified. I mean, a couple of them were, you know, some of these paperwork guys were Trump. I don't know that that required, a you know, an armed entourage to take over, especially a guy that didn't even own a gun. But... You know, that's kind of normal procedure, and we've talked about that. If if we had committed a crime that that some of these had or any of you had, mm-hmm. this is exactly what would have happened to you. Well, the only strange one missing from that list to me, and it reminds me every time I hear this, is Hillary Clinton, yeah. who the <laughs> FBI was investigating a non-secure server that had top-secret information on it, and they never went in and confiscated anything. They gave them time to delete emails, whatever, and then decided, well, not enough here to prosecute. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you're not after you have time to get rid of all of it. Back up, you creep. It's just strange to me every time (laughs) I hear one of these how how that – but but this case is very, very odd, too. It's it's very disturbing. Do you know Bubba said they can't even find a picture of the guy? Yeah. There's no pictures of him? He's just disappeared. Well, you know, I I was reading this story, and it says even now, a massive public with ma- massive publicity about the case. No news organization has been able to turn up a photograph of either man or his wife Kim, who is forty-eight years old. Now, how have they avoided pictures being head of In this guy? In this world, is, especially, they're actually uh, head of another company called ValueWise, and they're the parent company of My Payroll HR which closed its doors very strangely on September the 5th, leaving people all over the country without bi-monthly paychecks. So I, I don't know. It, that, that's strange in itself, isn't it? Now, I don't know. I mean, I know a couple of people named Michael Mann. I don't know if it's any of those. The age is about right. So. I know somebody named Coach Mann. <laughs> I saw him Saturday. I did yeah. too, yeah. yeah. But let me, let, me go back, let me go back to this hey, coach, again. Coach. It, 
<clears throat> doesn't it seem? I don't. Let's just take all the. Heard, some, let's heard say, some great stories Saturday. I don't know how much y'all covered that, but why wow, it was we, funny to have Coach Man and Coach Burgess sitting there talking about situations in the game and right. what they would have done. Yeah. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny. We, we were, how about we were very clear, Dad? Not a big fan of the red on red. <laughs> no, no uh, uniform. Yeah, no. and of course, who do you think brought it up? And Greg, who, who Greg helped him here? Speedy, later oh, yeah, yeah. But little did you know, Bub would be sick in twenty four hours. Yeah. Right? yeah. But let, let's go back From to all the, that yelling he did at the game. Let, uh-huh. Let's go back to this again. Again, it's reasonable, regardless of political affiliation or worldview, to say if we've raided, and you could give a list, including this guy, why did we not raid the Clintons? I just don't understand yeah. that. And, yeah. Unless you were terrified of him, and we don't want the repercussions of that. Well, I guess because Comey was in charge. Rick, that's the reason, right? I, I mean, Rick. You know, I, all I can do is, is do the right. Irish setter on that one. I, everybody and their brother appears to get raided when mm-hmm. it's a you know a case like this, except yeah. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. So, I mean, you you see the pictures. People come to the door in their underwear. They've been woke up in the middle of the night, and mm-hmm. there's people with you know assault type weapons, FBI agents, which they're allowed to have. Good, I'm glad they got them. Yep. Uh, busting in windows and st- I mean it, it looks like the scene off Christmas Vacation. You yeah, know it, where the, if you want to <laughs> raid the house after the kidnapping. Yeah, if you want to uh, gather information on somebody once you've established uh, the right and the reason to go, you probably want to get the element of surprise really helps you gather more more evidence. Yeah, yeah it really uh, does. Uh, telling them tell them you're not going to come and you don't think you, anybody should really perse- prosecute them even though it doesn't look good. That usually gives them time to clean all everything up. Yeah. And if you go meet with the district attorney and talk about grandkids on yeah. the tarmac. Uh, Rick, also in the news today, California has just announced this week it has added Iowa to the list of states in its ever-expanding travel ban. Now, this all comes from a 19, I'm sorry, 2016 California law signed by then Governor Jerry Brown that bars state funding travel to other states that undercut LBG, LB, in this case it's LGBT rights, uh, the blacklist, which... Now they leave the QA off this time. Yeah, it's not in this story. There's no, yeah. um, so the, they might must the, not be mad. And, the and also the, list, the symbol is not here either. Yeah, oh, really? mm-hmm. the blacklist already includes Alabama, Ooh. Kentucky, North Carolina, Texas, Oklahoma, and Mississippi. Now add Iowa. It says uh, this law prohibits taxpayer-funded trips to anywhere for any public employee or student in a state-run university. Does this does this keep their football team from traveling too? Of course, if they pass mm. this other thing, they're not going to get to go anywhere anyway. They're going to play inside the state and have their own championship. I was about to say, yeah. um, taxpayers wouldn't be funded. Wouldn't yeah? Is taxpayer funded groups? Yeah. Is that it? Travel? Well, taxpayers fund the university. It says at a state run university. Oh well, hmm. I don't know. Well, this, Southern Cal could go, I guess. This is this is obviously just trying to be sharp. Yeah. Oh, yeah to me, yeah. this is like your mama saying, if you don't behave, I'm not going to let you eat green beans. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I, I mean, Mom. Who gives a rip if your state d- doesn't allow California to fund any of their weird people from coming to your state? Now, yeah. now the reason we, Iowa yeah. In got— In fact, maybe a good thing. The reason Iowa got uh, added is because they are not going to let Medicare mm-hmm. uh, in their state fund gender preference surgeries. Am I saying that right now? Exactly. I guess. You have to think about it now. Because mm-hmm. gosh, it gets man. confusing. It really, yeah. it really does. 
Or did they change? They did away with reassignment, went with preference, I guess. I'm saying preference because that was just the mm-hmm. way I described it. Oh, okay. okay. I thought somehow re- reassignment may be bad now. Yeah, well, you don't know. Yeah, that's right. true. You never know when that's well, going to be taken Remember, guys, something. this is Tuesday. We haven't checked what changed on Monday. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> no, it's we got the list for this week. Yeah, I mean, who cares if, if California won't? Tax funding. Ooh. By, you know, ooh, no green beans. Mama, no. <laughs> I want them so and, bad. And Rick, I don't know if y'all covered how, how much you covered Saturday at the game, but there was one particular conversation I thought was very funny that we've got to talk about. Okay. Since we had Coach Man there with Coach We Martin. covered uh, some of it, yeah. but, but, yeah, I, but maybe we not. Went in, uh, we did you talk win. about the headsets? And okay. The, okay. All right, so we'll do that when we come back. Bubba weighing in on the weekend one day late. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866. We be big. Thanks for being with us. Our website's Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show and then some uh, everything you could possibly want to know. And uh, don't forget to also check the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Excited about October. I'll turn 55 on October the 3rd, and uh, I'll look forward to being with the men of Hunter Street Baptist Church uh, for their big uh, uh, kickoff for the men's ministry and a new strategy, which we're excited about. Uh, and so we'll be there with them on October the 3rd. October the 9th, I join Rich Wingo with FCA Fields of Faith, Hillcrest High School Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, that's a free event. And then they'll be headed over to Woodstock, Georgia on October the 20th, speaking at Man Church over there. Uh, and if you want all that information on any of these October dates or any that are coming up this year and all of next year, if they've been confirmed and we got paperwork on them, they're already there on upcoming events. O'Reilly Auto Parts wants you to think of them for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, yeah, we haven't heard from you. Uh, that, let me let me set it up for everybody. So this past Saturday, uh, three of the Rick and Bubba Show members found their, themselves sitting together watching Jacksonville State in East Washington. Turned out to be a high-flying game. Jacksonville State with an incredible comeback. Uh, and uh, so the 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 folks that were there in the suite that would you know be of interest to the show uh, would be Greg Speedy uh, and um, and and uh, Bubba along with Betty Lou and then our dad Greg and I, our dad Coach Burgess and uh, the offensive coordinator that coached um, most all of the thirty five years or so that Dad coached probably Coach Maniscalco was offensive coordinator for twenty. A long Five time. Or 30 of those years. Yeah. A very, very long time. Uh, that's the offense coordinator that worked the most with Dad. So they all found themselves at the Jacksonville State game, and Coach Maniscalco's <laughs> wife, Natalie, was there. And um, and you got to spend time with this gang watching a football game. I can't and, imagine and what Rick, that was like. Can I tell you one of the best games I've seen in a long time mm-hmm. for as a comeback? Good going. Yeah. Um, Eastern Washington, and many of you know them. They're 1AA or FCS, I yeah. believe they call it now. They play on the red turf field. Mm-hmm. Not the blue turf, you see Boise, but the red turf. It's right. almost nauseating to watch them play. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's what they're known for. And they were number four in the country. They are playing Jack State, and I think they were 17, somewhere in there at the time. And from the opening kickoff, it looked like Jack State was going to be run out of the stadium. Mm-hmm. They returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Not a good start. And they were up, I know, 21 20, to nothing, 28-7 yeah, at the end of the first quarter. 
And we were all talking about how tired we were already because of all the scoring. I mean, yeah. it was a track meet. So every time Jack State would get a score or two, look like they were closing the gap, hey, they'd add another one on they top of it. One. And you think, mm-hmm. there's no way we're going to catch these guys. Well, the fourth quarter turned out to be very entertaining. Jack State outscored them 21 to nothing, including a block punt and a third and goal that was going to lead to a very tough decision on fourth down if they didn't make it as the clock was running out within the last two minutes. And then with all of that said, Eastern Washington still got the ball back with about 40 seconds left yep. and are moving down the field. And you're oh, like, you can't, you can't relax, you know. Yeah. So it was a great game. Good to see Coach. Good to see Coach Mann. And I've known him from high school, for, from baseball, and you know, known him a long time. Great guy. Respect him greatly. But to get to hear them talking about the game sitting there and things they had done, and we even got to one point playing, hey, what would you do right here, Coach Man? What are you going to call? Mm-hmm. And they would hear Coach Burgess override it. Of course. You know, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> of course. And <laughs> I don't think they'd mind me telling this because it's funny. But I asked Coach Mann if Coach Burgess was listening to him on the headset when they would make calls. And I was implying, would he listen, would he override your call? And Coach Mann said, well, we coded the names up, especially the pass plays, right. to the point that we don't think Coach Burgess knew what they were. Right. Yeah. So if he heard it on the headset, he would have to take his headset off, ask somebody what that play was. And by the time he could get it back on to override it, it would be too late. I- <laughs> <laughs> Of course, they were a run offense. They ran the wishbone very effectively, and they passed sparingly. But when they did, it was a big one. Yeah, because usually there was a guy standing thirty yards down the field, with nobody around him. Right. Um, but it was pretty funny to hear them talk about that in the in the headset, and yeah. of course the great bootleg call. Oh, the great oh, boot. Yeah. yeah. That the, hearing Coach Maniscalco <laughs> talk about they it was a game they needed to win. It was during the during the turnaround when they were you know, first try, couple of years. Yeah, yeah, trying to get the program turned around. So there's a couple of funny comments they had. Uh, a quarterback that they got that was supposed to be going to Clemson, and uh, it did, that did not work out, and he ended up at Jacksonville State, and he was very, very good, David Gulledge, who they won a lot of ball games with him at quarterback. And uh, so they were trying to redshirt him, uh, I guess their third year as coaches maybe. Yeah. And they'd gone 5-4-1, and 5-4-1, and one, and then they were trying to get it turned. And, um, and so it was suggested uh, by Dad that they go ahead and play Gulledge. And so Coach Mascaco says, "Look, we're not quite. We don't quite have this thing where we want yet. That why why waste his redshirt year?" To which my dad said to Coach Mascaco, "Charlie, we don't play Gullage now. You and I may never get to see him play." <laughs> and, uh, and so and so we right. And um, so that led to the famous boot. It may have been in the same season because I don't remember it's, the years run together. But I remember we were in Valdosta and it was a thousand degrees. By the way, I've noticed everybody agrees, including yeah. Mike Leach. That that is the hottest place on the planet. Yeah. All the humidity and no hot. breeze. Because yep. when Mike Leach coached there, I heard him being interviewed about it. And you, that thing you sent me, him, and yeah. he mentions it's one yeah. of the hottest places on earth. But uh, but anyway, so um, <coughs> the story goes that we had a fourth down and we were we were going to go for it uh, for for really the win. Yeah. And so as you just mentioned the scenario, uh, Dad eases his way down to the <laughs> offensive coordinator that he's trusted for years. Charlie, what do you got? And Coach Mascaco, with his great delivery, says he turns around and looks at Dad with confidence, says, I'm going with the boot, which is a bootleg with, with Gullage, faking that 
that famous wishbone power play. Yeah, but, probably a tall sweep. Yeah, or put, put it on your leg and come back around. Yeah. And he said, "Dad looks Naked. at him and goes, the boot, the boot. My gosh, get the defense ready." <laughs> and so and so then the boot not didn't just sort of work. Oh, he walked in. He walked in with not even a person in flag football. He would have scored. Yeah. And he walks over to Coach from and says, hey, Charlie, hell of a call. <laughs> <laughs> Coach man was like, oh, you're on my side. Oh, okay, now. I'm suddenly you're on my side now. Now that it was a, now that it was, hey, hey, great job, Charlie. So, uh, <laughs> so, of course, that one, you know, that was also, I think, that that's that might have been that season that featured all the stuff, like when Dad took the ball away from the officials yeah, at Delta man, State. No, they really want to turn it around there. Yeah. And, and anything, Steve Shaw tells that story, as a matter of fact. Yeah, Steve Shaw, who's he's head still, of head of SEC referees now. He was in the Gulf South Conference yeah. end, and uh, Jacksonville State got a stop in a close game, and the stop would be the end of the game if the offense could run the clock out. On fourth down, Delta State goes for it, defense stuffs them. Well, then there's a lot of chippy going on. Everybody gets in a fight. Well, they throw a penalty. Well, see, that's a dead ball foul. Even yeah. on Jacksonville State, they still get the ball. Yeah, but it you know it, you assess the penalty after possession has changed. So so they tried to give possession back to Delta State with a first down, and so Dad goes on the field and takes the ball where they can't spot it, mm-hmm. and he he's on the field with the ball and he says that's a dead ball foul. It's still our ball. So Steve Shaw tells a story that he walks over to Dad and he says, Coach Burgess, first of all you're gonna have to give me the football. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. You can't come on the field and take the football, and you are right. I want you to know that you are correct, and I'm going to get this resolved, and you are going to have the football. Now, because of this behavior, it will be a long way from where we are standing right <laughs> yeah. now. It's going to be way down yonder. By the time I'm – and, and Dad looks at it and says, I'm still going to get the football. He said, I don't care. First, <laughs> he, he said, first down and 45. First and 45, and then Dad walks over to Coach Mascalco and says, we need one first down, Charlie, and they don't be throwing the ball around. <laughs> first down and 45. Yeah. Coach, I'm going to get you the ball, but it's going to be a long way from where we're standing right now. Yeah. I, I, I got a lot of things to mark off here. Yeah. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, there go the lines. We drop uh, there, yeah, down. All 10 are available. Look at Helms in there like he likes it. Helms is ready to go at 866. We be big, and every single line is available. So if you want to comment, talk to us, bring something to the table, come on. Come on. Come on. I just consumed my Super Beats for the day. Uh, you need to go to this uh, this website, superbeatsradio.com slash Bubba. Superbeatsradio.com slash Bubba. Now, I know a lot of you know the nutritional benefits of beets, but you're like me. I don't want to eat beets. I just don't. And uh, you know I don't, and I want to say, all right, to get to get the same thing I just got out of one scoop of the Super Beach uh, powder into about five ounces of water, uh, I just consumed the same benefits if I had eaten three entire beets, but I didn't have to, uh, and that's the beautiful part, you know. And the beets are full of nitrates, which support better blood flow. Better blood flow equals better energy and efficiency throughout the body and even supports healthy blood pressure. Uh, but superbeatsradio.com slash Bubba does more than just eating regular beets. It is unparalleled compared to the other beet powders. One scoop, as I said, is equivalent to eating three whole beets. Eleven clinical trials, a science award given to them by the Nutrition Business Journal. Uh, this level of research is unheard of in the nutrition category. Uh, you can try this product uh, yourself risk-free for, for 90 days. 
uh, go to superbeachradio.com slash Bubba. Uh, you get a 30-day supply, free shipping, and free nitric oxide strips to test your own nitric oxide levels with your first purchase. That's superbeachradio.com slash Bubba, or you can call them, 1-800-876-5213. You do want to mention the Rick and Bubba show, and you do that as well. Uh, also, rickandbubba.com has a link under sponsors. All right, so we do have um, the, the lines available right now, so if you want to try to get in, you can. Helmsy's got it like he likes it. We'll go 30 seconds a, a call. At the end of 30 seconds, uh, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program comes to a close. We'll get to another caller. Uh, now, if you do a meaningless shout-out or a shameless plug, that will also be an instant buzzer. We'll start with Nancy. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone, phone troll. troll. Hey, Nancy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We're great. Doing great today. And monkey grass. Oh, first Real time. Real quick. First time or yeah. coming on in here. Go ahead. Real quick. Yesterday, President Trump gave the Medal of Freedom civilian to Mariano Rivera, mm-hmm. and he entered, Mariano entered to enter the Sandman by by Metallica. Mm-hmm. I thought y'all would think that was, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah well, that, that's what he entered in, in the field when he pitched, right? Right. Yeah, so that, that was, was appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the President Trump refers to him as maybe the greatest pitcher of all time. I think that's a fair statement. Hmm? Closer. Closer yeah, for sure. Absolutely. He's got the numbers to back that up. Y'all call, y'all call him he's, uh, he's a, you know, I think he's a class act and uh, professional, handled himself well, and uh, I think someone that kids ought to look up to. Garrett. Out Immigrant, of, by the way. Uh, that's yeah. right. Garrett yeah. out of Florida. Garrett, go ahead. Wow, what a wheel. <laughs> ah, go. Garrett, no, no wheel right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, ah. Okay. No, yeah, good try, though. That's good. Um, you know something I wanted to bring up, too, and we can come back and talk about this uh, a little later if we need to, but do you – do you, have you – because th- something odd happened – not odd, but interesting happened last week. In the mail, I received an envelope that was addressed to, to Burgess Ministries, and when I opened it up, it was a bunch of free tickets to the circus, like, you know, if you had employees you wanted to send to the circus or yeah. whatever. And I, and I started thinking to myself, um, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey have left a pretty big gap that somebody needs to step in there and fill. That's true. Yeah. And I'd never heard of this circus before. It's coming to our city. It's not coming to the big arena, but a smaller arena. Oh, boy. But it does have elephants. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, and I start thinking, shouldn't somebody, because oh. I believe there's still a huge market out there for Ringling Brothers. Yeah. And the animal rights people in the yeah, far left. I keep forgetting that they've shut up. The far left destroyed the circus. Y'all do realize these people destroyed yeah. the circus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks. All right. All right. And, but, but couldn't you kind of just get you a group back together and say, you realize that the walking dog of circuses is now gone. We don't want to do the weird thing that that Cirque du Soleil garbage. Well, let's go back to a traditional big time, hey, American, three rings, American yes. icon circus. And let's bring back all the things everybody liked about the circus. I mean, mm-hmm. it, they've left that that category yeah. open. But Rick, if Ringling Brothers cannot do it and cannot beat the pressure and the PR yeah, against point. all this, how can anybody else? You're right. That's Once they become point. big, they had and the resources right. to beat it. You would or think. you know, were they just targeted at that time? And will these other ones, if they get bigger, be right. you know get the same targeting? Yeah. Well, there's so this, this circus looked like it was trying to do at least a some version of what we remembered of, of the circus. What was the one that used to set up down there behind the stadium in Oxford? King Brothers. King Brothers. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd have like two elephants and a, That's all right. a guy like we eating, had them, eating glass or something. I don't know if yeah. it's the same ones, but we had a circus set up in a field 
up above Jermaine Springs one time. And it, I mean, it did oh, a pretty yeah. good job, I thought, for what it was, you know. <laughs> and the old big top. <laughs> I mean, they, the old they, big they top. trapeze people. <laughs> what about no big top come popping up in your town? Yeah. They, they used the elephants to set the equipment up. How about you know? that? Oh, yeah. They probably loved it. Yeah, they do. They I, I never think that. the snot out of them whenever they No, Greg, the elephants loved it. You could tell. <laughs> Jerry in <laughs> Alabama. Dude, what? It ain't no cakewalk to live in Africa. You no, know what no, I mean? It's it's a... You're right, Bo. Jerry, go ahead. Hey there, it's Terry. Hey, Terry. I'm calling just because, to laugh because um, the new SNL cast was announced and one was fired today for doing a Chinese accent that sounded just like oh, what you really? do all the time. Well, that that oh, was wow. that was was part, that the one got him? Yeah, that was part of well, it. Well, he also used a, a slur for yeah. He used Chinese a he people. used a slur too, though. It was it was beyond. But he was also speaking. Yeah, but but I think what he said had probably more, more what, to do with it than how he said it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Summer out of Birmingham, listening one zero four seven WZZK. Ooh, a word got me. <laughs> hey guys, how are y'all? Hey Summer, how you doing? I'm doing good. I wanted to know what you guys' thoughts were about San Francisco deeming the NRA a domestic terrorist organization now. Well, I hate to go. There's, they're being sued for that, by the way, and yeah. rightly so. Yeah, I they hate... need to be. I hope they collect a pile from them. Absolutely. I, I hope that. I hope San Francisco has to write big checks to the NRA. Nothing more appropriate than that. I don't think. Well, I go back to this. I hate to go Mike Leach here, but San Francisco. I'm not sure that we want to take a lecture from. People that now have rats and human waste uh, filling the streets. You know, y'all might want to see. You've taken a beautiful city and taken it to a third world standard, and I, I just don't know that we care what you think right there, now. There's I a mean, lot of confusion in San Francisco about a lot boy, of things. I'm you know. oh boy. Matt, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I was wanting to call to see if y'all heard about the um, school in Alabama. That has stopped prayer in school and went to a moment of silence for some anti-Christian group. I forgot who it was. Threatened to sue them. Same bunch that always does yeah, it. Freedom the, from religion. The freedom from religion, yeah. and they're out of where Wisconsin. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, uh, yeah, isn't that Opa Opalaka? Opalaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had an email right, from right. Uh, the superintendent too. there, and I, I was going to discuss it yesterday, and since I wasn't here, right. Yet, in yesterday's stack, I had to pull that back up. But. Yeah, I had some people that you know I, I I just spoke there back in August, and they were sending me some stuff about it too. That they they were one of the schools that kept on doing the prayer uh, before the football games, and one person, you know, complained, and the freedom from whatever sent their little letter, and now they're going to stop doing it. But um, I know that's the easy way to go, but I don't know if that's the right way to go. I think you ought to give that freedom from religion group about 400 lawsuits to have to fight. Yeah. Well, let's go back to this. I don't kid. think they've won one yet. Well, you, well, you, they normally don't go. Will you tell me, um, again, the number of cases they've won? Did anybody zero. try them? Zero. That'd be zero, isn't it? Uh, Jennifer, and so Jennifer and Fort it's my Payne. understanding. Jennifer, go ahead. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Good morning. I am 70 years old. And I wanted to let y'all know I have listened to y'all's show from day one. Oh, day Jennifer. one. How wow. sweet. So day I, one. 1996. Four, 94. No, four. 1994, yeah. <laughs> I got married in 1996. I have loved every minute of it. You have got the greatest sense of humor. It's just terrific. Well, thank you. What a, what a sweet comment. Jennifer, you are sweet. <laughs> I, Jennifer, well... 
I appreciate you yeah. calling. She's listened for wow. 25 years. We could have given her another three minutes. Wow. So she was 45 when she started yeah. listening? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 45. Nice. That's a good one, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bubba, you, you are holding. Well, I've been listening from day one. <laughs> and, and I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I get to yeah. listening to the call. Yeah. And I forget it's a troll, and right there's yeah. the flag. I should have thrown one. Jennifer, right. I'm sorry. You called back. Well, I think she was done, though. I don't think she well, had done. Well, yeah, she I was just, I love you. She, she deserved a little more <laughs> so love. You were 45. After, <laughs> after 25 years, we should give her more than 30 seconds. But if you love the show and you know all about it, isn't it almost an honor <laughs> yeah. to say, Oh, yeah. She knows how it works. Now, if you've got, if you got some rook that says, I just started listening, I just want to tell how much y'all make. Now that's different, yeah. but I mean, when 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 you go twenty five years, you know the game. Yeah. I mean, you know everything about it. Well, I wanted to ask her what her, some of her favorite. Well, you could have, but you, bu- you let him get buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give her the owl. Uh, She'll feel better. Dallas, Dallas, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Uh, I was wondering if y'all watched uh, Dance of the Stars last night. Uh, oh boy. Let's flip through the channels and saw uh, turned over there with an old rapper Ray Lewis. Former NFL. I know y'all got some bank uh, nine stuff for him, uh, but he looked terrible dancing. I mean, he was oh, very, did he? yeah. yeah. I hadn't got back. Uh, usually, the former players usually win it. They do. Have y'all seen yeah. Sean Spicer? I I, well, I he can't see that. He wasn't the worst one of the night. And, and no, I'm listen, talking about what he was wearing. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It looked like the Jerry Seinfeld episode, which yeah. we saw last night yeah. with the, the um, pirate shirt on. Sonny. You're talking about secondhand um, embarrassment. Th- this is what happens at my house. I'm watching Monday Night Football in the den. Betty is already in the bedroom watching Dancing Rick. with the Stars. And when I get so I just can't stay awake anymore, I go to bed, and she's still got that on. So I catch part of it that way. But I think he's dancing to the Spice Girls here. He is, as a matter of fact. Um, a lot of times I can watch it just so I can see people do really bad. He did not get the lowest score. Um, no, the big, tall Lamar Odom. Yeah, the one that, you know. He's his, just too tall to dance. Yeah, he's he's way out of his league there, I think. Well, he's also been traumatized by being one of the many people that was made crazier by the Kardashians. Yeah. yeah. He, he's still scarred by that, obviously. He's right? got PTSD from the Kardashians. And, right. and this, what's funny, that <laughs> he's offbeat and everything, but... <laughs> Hey, he got out there and did it. And you know that crowd does not like him. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Uh, Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Well, and Bubba, you were talking about it in the break. I think we found the answer, and I don't know... If they have elephants or not, but I think in, in, anytime you want to fight political correctness, you have to fight back with political correctness and put them in a quandary, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Turn you, the ends on the middle. Are you familiar? Now, Greg, I know you are because you've told me about them. Univer, uni, Universal, S-O-U-L, Circus. Um, uh, somebody says they put on quite a show. Universal. Universal, like, hey, Soul Train. Yeah. The Soul Train. It is an African American only circus. Oh, really? And um, see, that way, the elephant people, if they start looking out for elephants and won't let Universe Soul have elephants, we say they're racist. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And uh, and then you double back and say, well, y'all think that these African Americans are mean to elephants? What do y'all? Some kind of racist? Yeah. How come this circus, uh, this African American circus, cannot have? They put on a, a fantastic show. Their colors are fantastic. They're uh, their production is high energy, and the elephants are, are part of the show. 
And you, so we then you we won't get, believe they're a unicycle basketball team. That's yeah. right. So then then we get that's good. Don't don't encourage him and the Golden Tigers. Then we get then, then we had them here one time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. They were unbelievable, by the yeah. way. Then we get our circus back, and we get our elephants back, and we get the whole thing back. Yeah, because anybody who says they're mean to elephants, I go, "What do you mean? Kind of racist?" Racist, Rick. I, I have to go back to this elephants in captivity. I just don't know that that's a real bad deal for the elephants. Okay, they're in captivity. I give you that. Mm-hmm. But they are fed regularly. They are taken care of. They're in comfortable surroundings. They they're treated like kings and queens. Uh, sure, they have to pull a tent up every now and then. They probably enjoy that for yeah. fun. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. Uh, but uh, it's sport to them. Mm-hmm. But as opposed to me living in the wild where I have to find mm-hmm. stuff to eat, I always got to worry about lions and tigers. Sure, I might win the battle, but it's still a handle. Yeah, but you Circus, can't Serengeti, I'm going circus. I, I, I think I am too. I am too. Bubba must not have seen Water for Elephants, the movie. Well, Greg, I, I that's didn't old see it. That's I a, didn't see old. it. Is it that's bad? Long time Is that's it old, bad? That's old stuff. Yeah. Is it bad? Does it make you feel bad for elephants? Yeah, you can't. I mean, tell me. I can yeah, handle it. You can't. The do. key is not if they're. But Greg, and again, stay away the from the bullhook. Bull is it as bad as bull the orcas? Mm-hmm. The orcas. You talking about blackfish? Greg, wasn't it the blackfish? He's talking about a movie, not a documentary. But they, I mean, we've known in the past because you remember a lot of these elephants have turned on the crowd. No, they have. But there's some places where animals are treated, but you shouldn't punish everybody because some people don't know how to act. I'm just saying, and I'm not going. I'm not going to stand by and let a bunch of elephant people be racist. I'm not going to do it. To me, I could see the argument with tigers better because they, you know, they like to be out. Tigers and lions, you know, they're out on the prowl. But hey, we've all seen the documentaries. Hey. you know, the movies Disney put out show you that, hey, it ain't all, you know, smiles and giggles being a lion out there. You no, know, it's not. Greg, that looks like a love story. <laughs> Greg, that's not a documentary. I, that's a good movie. It's a movie. It's that's going to make me feel bad about Elf. It is right a love there. story, but it's a good movie. But it's not a documentary, Greg. Did you think it was a good movie? It was a good movie. Did y'all both see it? I didn't see it. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Have you see, ever they couldn't get the see, elephant I don't to do know. nothing? I, I don't know. And that guy was, you know, beating the elephant and all that. He couldn't get to do nothing. We'll come to find out. It's Would it speak uh, Polish? It was from Poland, and yes. he didn't understand English. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's a small part of the movie, but that's just all I See, you bought into that. So you thought, of all the things that you real? will buy into, no, you not, really? not buy into. The, the things he would absolutely put a wall yeah, up against, yeah, and he buys real. into that. It's not hey, real. let me tell you something that is real, though, and I but know. They, hey, no, there is a record that they abuse elephants. But let, me, but let me tell you this. Let me tell you what is real. And it's an old, and I'm not saying do away with elephants. It's an old record that we trained. It's an old story, and I can't think of the name of it. bull hook. There's an old story. This one is real. There's an old story, old story. Oh, the one that went into town. Yeah, the one that went into a town, and the of course the feature of this was a this was a circus that was trying to compete with P.T. Barnum, and P.T. Barnum got the first big elephant that was brought in to be in a circus, Jumbo, I think. Beat snot out of it. And Greg, we don't know that, and and so no, I think we do. But but so the rival circus said, "Hey, we got we need an elephant," and because that's 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 drawing the crowds. Yeah. So he got an elephant. They go into the small town. They bring the parade through the city. You know, uh-huh. like you used to do the circuses here, and there's the parade. Well, the elephant <coughs> got spooked by something and did a headstand on somebody and killed somebody in the crowd. Oh, so not good. And no. so the um, mm. so the the community began to demand that they be given uh, the elephant. That's horrible. I remember that. And 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 then finally, this guy that was in charge uh, yeah. got got, got where well, look if we don't give them the elephant. You know they're gonna get us, and the in the community killed the elephant. Mm. Yeah, really? and the way they did it, was and the really way bad. they did it was they thought it was gonna be something that yeah, they like, misjudged it terribly. Oh wow! But anyway, like the, Gary and the donkey. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh wow! Except this, except this involved a crane uh, or some kind of crane oh, type right. apparatus Rick. and a chain, Rick. and and you they didn't count for. 
Mm. Elephant weighs a lot. The strength. And oh, the, wow. Have you ever poundage. wanted to be an elephant? No. Uh, no. 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 I can't really say yes mm-hmm. to that one. see him running through stuff, I'd be like, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, but there's, there's other days mm. that are not so good. Um, you see the no. lines come across, and they're like. Vroom. Now, if you ask me if yeah, I'd rather be yeah. a line, then that's a whole different ball. Yeah, with well, the lines, I'm okay with the lines. Line. I'm not, but the lines, man, the flies and the the ticks and all that. Can, you ever seen that? Can I tell yeah, you? None of them have color TV. Man, they just got yeah. they got so many ticks and flies on them you can't see, and and then you got no. the elephants <laughs> just kind of wading through the water. I was like, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Wait a minute. So so every now and then, there's I nothing there's nothing the animal kingdom that draws me away from humanity. No, 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 I'm no, just no. saying. If I'm, had, I'm just saying. If you had to be an elephant. Yeah, it wouldn't be you, that bad. You almost have to say you got to be. Bit. You got to be an animal, and human beings not a choice anymore. Yes. Yeah. If I had human to be being, an animal, I'd probably the best choice. Well, I'd want to be a pet of my wife. Right. Plus, because they live better than most humans yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to play for. I was explaining that to one dog last night. You got it pretty good. Laying up in that pillow on the bed. The only problem is, buddy, that the bed that, ain't enough. You have to have a pillow too. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, pillow. You need some cover. Oh my god! Yeah. But here's the thing that gets me though. But then when you look down the tunnel at that rocking 14 years alive, <laughs> I know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It goes by fast. Back to the animals. Had to be an animal. I know you're right. But think about how long ago you were 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. So um, think about it. It's uh, I so I want to go with. I can live two dogs' life, but I want to go with animal with a longer lifespan. You know, elephants live for a long time. How long does the great great white and shark live? Long. Dumb. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go that route. What about an eagle? Mm. What do they do? Yeah. 40, 50 years. They I did mean. a lot better before windmills came back. <laughs> okay, you be in the right that's area. an absolute fact. It is it's absolute fact. Tough to visualize. <laughs> Here goes the green movement again. They're picking eagles over windmills. <laughs> I mean, windmills over eagles. Yeah, that's yeah. another. When you turn them, you also turn homeless against tree lovers, right? You know, because you can't build houses. Indian for them. tribes against well people. Yeah. What about a horse? You ever want to be a horse? Have uh, have it's a special gig. I Ride think, somebody through town? I'd like to be secretariat. Everybody loved me. Then they went out and said, give us as many babies as you possibly can. Yeah. Enjoy the pasture. <laughs> Big red. <laughs> right. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport a brand new hour and thankful that you are here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here as a part of another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. And we hope you'll participate at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's welcome back. There he is, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, Rick, and I am honored and pleasured and just very excited are you it pl- is a pleasure to be here. Are you pleasure? 
Yeah, there we go. And it has you started. can't say anything in here without somebody making something out. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. <laughs> Honored pleasure. Welcome back. Hey, pleasure in here. There's windows everywhere. Come on. About to say, well, okay. I've heard. <laughs> Keep night. stepping in it. Oh, salmon color's going. <laughs> Look, I'm on medication. That's right. Okay, for a few days. Is that mine? Greg, note yourself. Replace Bubba's seat. <laughs> all right. So anyway, the um, all right. So as we uh, as, as all with everybody as we as we start this hour, you you, you for some reason you said you had eagle facts. Now, well, we last... were talking about animals we would like to be, and I said I think I'd like to be a bald eagle. Just, just listen. Think about what you just said, oh, Rick. I mean, last hour we were talking about animals we'd like yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> Starts a conversation in a serious voice. What yeah. other company well, you know in this country? Well, that's said true. That. That's the truth. Yeah, it was. And by the way, Adler. I think I want to be a dolphin. Adler said he uh, he would go tortoise. He said because they they have their house with them all the time. They live for 120 years. Wow. Yeah, unless oh, something yeah. steps on you. Well, a tortoise. That's oh, a big that's one. A big one. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a galapida. That's a galapida. Look at him right there. If you if you you're ugly. If your shell <laughs> sure. But not to other female turtles. Oh, that's true. If your shell gets cracked, <laughs> can you? they can they leave it and get out of there and grow another one or anything? No, or it's over just, there. Just in trouble. How would it, how would you talk if you're a tortoise? I don't know. You have to talk like this. <laughs> Real slow. Remember when we was kids? I'm, I'm Adler the tortoise. That, that's, that's the only way we you would try to. We'd try to get box turtles when we were kids. We'd catch them. We'd keep I love them. a box turtle. Yeah. And then they'd die. Yeah. Yeah. How would you talk if you're an elephant? Nah, I don't do elephant talk. Uh, Rick, I wanted you to know the average lifespan of bald eagles in the wild is around 20 years. Okay. With the oldest confirmed one having lived 38 years in captivity. They said in captivity, most of them live somewhat longer than in the wild. Yeah, there you go. So you so, want to be in captivity. So basically, if you want to save an eagle, get one, put it in a pen. There, there you go. go. That's a big pen. I mean, mm-hmm. so why you, if you I mean give them a little room in there. Right? Yeah, you want a little room to fly, fly around. Yeah, yeah you got to take care of Before kickoff. Let them do a pregame show over now and then. <laughs> yeah. chase, a, chase a weenie down on the field. Right. Okay. Here they are. The plants. They do. They chase a hot dog. Is Look, that that is? I thought it was a dead rat or something. No, they give them a dead rat, but oh. they throw a hot dog around. The planet. Right, go back. Go back to the planet's longest living uh, animals. An Look. ocean what? I don't know what that is. Cute. It's like a clam. Okay. I don't what? want to be, I don't want to be I don't a clam. Be a clam. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun. You're sitting there for 400 years. Don't want to be a sea urchin either. What about the bowhead whale? 211 years. What? What? Mm-hmm. Now, how do they know that? Look at how Ogul- do they know Look that? at Ogalopodus coming here at 177. Rick, yeah. look at the orange ruffy. Bowhead whale. Nobody lives long enough to know if saying. a bowhead how whale lives for 211 yeah, years. Nobody did, knows did they any market, of those. Did they mark it and pass it down to their kids and go, watch this I one know, right here? Nobody's alive. <laughs> because I'm about to check out. I'm like 90. Those but I want estimates. you to keep an eye on it and let me know how it does. Mm. Those are straight-up estimates. That's a decent-looking animal, though, if I can live 211 years. You're in the water all the time. Does that bother you? Nah. No, oh, because that's what you do. Mm. I don't know if I want to be in the water all the time. Yeah, I don't either. Wow. Mm. That's why I want to be. I want to fly if I want mm. to be. So I want to do something I can't do now. Yeah, you know, it's an upgrade flying mm. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly better in traffic. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go over to that tree. I noticed you. I noticed you went. I, you went. You went crocodile. I just sit up here and watch. For a they while. live a long time. Nothing mess with them. <laughs> yeah, but, well, especially I, in Louisiana. So I'm about to say the swamp people do. Yeah, but if I'm not in there, I'm in other areas. Now let me ask you this: when I when if I become a crocodile or an alligator, yeah, which did, one? I ain't sure, but they live. A long did time. I get my human reasoning first, so I can look over and see that hook hanging in the water and go, like don't, to, "Don't go eat that." I, I would like to know that. Yeah, that's going to lead to somebody shooting you in the head. Mm. Yeah. So. 
I don't know. It's uh, I kind of like where we are, but I mean, there's there's something to be said. Uh, I don't, I don't want to be. We're top of the food chain, no doubt. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of there's a lot of downside with being an animal. A lot mm-hmm. of downside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to. I mean, I know sometimes the lifespan exceeds ours, but is it quality of life? Yeah. I mean. I mean, when a storm comes up now, you know, I do. I walk inside and shut the door. Some of I hate to be out there stuck yeah. in a tree. Right. Some of it's just instinctive living, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't get to really think about that. Hey, here comes the storm. Y'all get under something. How long does a squirrel live, Reagan? Not very. They're honored pleasure, though. It depends on, yeah. depends on where it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, we got a big squirrel issue at our house. And I haven't broke it to Amanda. Are they honored in pleasure? Yes. I have not broke it to Amanda that uh, one of them yesterday broke our squirrel-proof bird feeder that I got her for Mother's Day. Oh, no. It's laying in the yard in about four pieces, and I forgot to tell her last night. The squirrel or the feeder? The feeder. Sadly, the feeder. Did you ever win your battle against a raccoon? Uh, We – it has toned down right now. We've taken measures to keep the food up. We're having designated feeding times. Our cats don't like it. Mm. They greet me at the door every morning. They're not happy. They won't know where their food's been. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we we have a plan to take care of it. We just have not executed that plan yet. But so, but you haven't had any issues with the raccoon. Uh, I have not seen it in two or three days. So maybe he's gone elsewhere looking for food or water because he was rabid. Yeah, probably <laughs> laying dead as a wedge somewhere. Yeah, but then something is eating off him. Now it has rabies. Mm. Does, does that pass along if you eat something dead with rabies? If you're another animal, do it's you a great question. It? I don't know the answer. Or do to they that. have to be bit or scratched? I want to say bit or scratch just to make myself feel better. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> but that's a good question. I've wondered that myself. That's a great question. If you have something rabid and it dies, is everything else going to be rabid around here? Ooh, bats will get it too pretty quick, won't they? Of course, you see them fly. You figure they're mad already. Well, my odds are yeah. getting my, my odds are getting bit. Well, that's a, that's a yeah. you talking about something without a flight plan. Good night. Well, I'm flying blind. blind. You know what yeah. I noticed because of their well, they got radar. They're not blind. Yeah, but I was about to make the point. Their erratic fly. Their radar must not be all that great. No, that's an erratic flying thing. I think yeah. it's more design than anything. They, they got they got more wing than they got body. It looks you know, like it looks like they're yeah. flying like they're not getting signal every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got it. Well, I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just don't see them coasting a lot in a breeze. You know, like you do a buzzard hey, hey, or something. Hey, feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like they lose signal. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, I don't like bats. Yeah, bats, man. thumbs down on bats. Yeah. Good news Not is I don't encounter bats. them a lot in time. And don't play with them if you find one dead on the ground. You can get them from no. The, you can get, I know you can get rabies. Let me tell you some places in the world they got them big giants. No. Uh-uh. Oh, Applehead. No, what I, do they call that? What's a vampire a, bat? It, there's a wolf vampire that, that looks like a Ooh. has a little fox head on it. I oh, think. yeah. You don't want nothing to do with that. Those like if South I lived America. in a place where those were, I'd move. But the good news is they eat bugs, right? Yeah, the little ones. Where's that bridge out that they live under? Yeah, the, they fly out of at night. Where we? Where is that? Where you at? Where they did a near us? It's near the back. It's near a bunch the, of them. It's too. near the back cave. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Was it Australia? I don't know. I remember what but you're talking about. But there's these famous bridges yes. that they live under, yes. and they come flying out just ridiculous. We'll be back more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The 20 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. As uh, as we start coming back, 
All right, so um, I know we got an update on. Uh, by the way, Greg, people are saying Austin, Texas, is what you're talking about. They say For some reason I threw Australia. Bat Bridge. It's talking about. It's called Bat Bridge in Austin, Texas, near the Bat Cave. Near the Bat Cave. Yeah. Hey, don't think just Bruce you. Wayne. Oh, I know. What kind? What size? Bats. What kind of size bat are we talking? Larger than you think. Big one. I mean, they're not the 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 wolf looking ones. But there's, ju- I mean, there's the just the ball. numbers are unbelievable. The sheer it's crazy. numbers. Yeah. The sheer numbers. Because people go there to watch the bats on I the bridge. I don't go to watch bats. I don't like bat shows. <laughs> Are you out on the bat? No, what's next? I'm going to the rattlesnake roundup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. Look at him. Look, uh, look, look at that. Look mm. at that. Mm-mm. So I want to go stand on that bridge and watch that. One and a half million bats take flight, and they just live under that bridge, right there. Wow. Look oh boy, there he is. Oh. Somebody let that get out of control, Ugh. didn't they? Mm. 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 That can't be healthy. Look at 20 minutes before sundown. Where do they go? Downtown Austin? Where are they flying? Look, Look, Look how many. Looks like a flock of I bet there's birds. not a mosquito in that area, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but you catch one crazy bat, and you know what happens? Now you got, got rabies. Now I got rabies, and suddenly I'm out there. You got to worry about bat droppings. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 boy. I don't even like going under a bridge on the water. It's got a bunch of them little birds on it that fly out. Can you imagine taking one? Take a paddle boat? Well, you know what I mean? that? Well, there's just so you know? many of them, and they're flying. You think, my gosh. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like a flurry of birds. I don't. <laughs> Do you not? Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't like that about I them. I don't like anything. And I don't like fish jumping out of the water hitting me in the face either. No. Like those you talking about the things Japanese got car? T- yeah, the things out in Tennessee. That's weird. Yeah. Good yeah, <laughs> night. Uh, I got to tell you, my animal experiences that I really enjoy are not are pretty straightforward. You know, mm-hmm. I'll hold a puppy and pet it and hand it back to somebody. That's about all I'm I'll find myself in an aquarium once every three or four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like looking at fish bad. inside of an aquarium. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. That's nice. Yeah, I like firing upon the American white-tailed deer. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. And predators thereof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, Bubba, speaking of predators, uh, we, we w- this Eric Snowden story continues so now he says he will come back to the United States? Yeah, Eric Snowden, you remember the controversial whistleblower. We've talked about him here on the show several times. Mm-hmm. Some people think he is a hero whistleblower. Other people think he's a simple traitor. Rick, he's been living in exile in Russia. Good. He said Monday he'd like to return to the United States, but only if he can get a fair trial. He said it is the ultimate goal. If I'm going to spend the rest of my life in prison then my one bottom-line demand is that we have to agree that I at least get a fair trial. Now, he was interviewed Monday on CBS This Morning. He told them that the government has refused to give him a guaranteed free trial. And what he's meaning by that is he wants what's called a public interest defense. Now, I don't know what that is. I, I've not heard of that term. Do y'all? I don't know what that no. means. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he's wanting back. And we've talked about it here on the show before. And I, I kind of bounce around between – Hero, whistleblower, and trader. I, I, I guess know. he's saying that his defense is I did it to protect the public, yeah. right? Even though it's illegal, that's my defense. I don't want yeah. government I'm, officials ruling on my fate. I would rather the public well, in how, a court of law. Hmm. Well, I mean, is that is that what he's saying? He I, I don't know. A jury I'm, tri- I'm, I'm only assuming. This is what he said. He says I'm not different. He said I'm not asking for a parade. I'm not asking for a pardon. I'm asking, uh, and I'm not asking for a pass. What I'm asking for is a fair trial. He said that a panel, uh, that a jury would, he explained to CBS this morning uh, panel that a jury would consider whether his actions were lawful or unlawful as opposed to right or wrong. 
That's what he's asking. Yeah. By the way, did y'all know that Gail King is on CBS this morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's she? been on there a long time. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. a long time. That's Oprah's friend, right? Yes. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You can see how much oh, I watch Gail. the TV morning shows. Mm-hmm. So she said that, um, you know, we love the word optics, that, you know, optics aren't good that you're in Russia, and he agreed with that. Uh, he said, um, he said, I, I would like to return the United to the United States, meaning I don't really like that I'm staying here in Russia, but I don't have a choice right now. Yeah, he could uh, go to prison for up to thirty years if found guilty on all the charges. Uh, and again, I guess what he's asking for is, am, did I break the law or not? Not if I was right or wrong to do what I did. So, I mean, you, wouldn't you think that's what you get in most trials? Yeah, yeah I guess I'm confused yeah, I, I, on, I, I, on what he would get. Otherwise, is he saying that because of what he did, there's an option? For the government just to grab him and put him away with no trial, maybe he could because of what he did, Treason what he or dealt something? with. Yeah. Did you Did y'all see the movie Snowden? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Too. It was really good. I saw part of it. It's, it was so good. I want to go back and watch it again and pay attention to the closer details. So you haven't seen the whole thing. I saw it, but it, it was. I you, may have missed part of it or something. Yeah, I must have. Seen I, it. I, but I it was good. It. What I saw. Yeah, I watched it in its entirety. <laughs> but now, as I'm forced to recall it, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, I remember the scene of how he got it through the that, security gate a, with yeah. a Rubik's cube thing. Yeah, he tossed it to the guard, and the guard handed it back to him so it didn't go through the machine. Right. So, do you think? I don't know if that up, really happened. Made or not. that up. You don't think that's real? No. But you believe that story about the elephant. That's amazing. I didn't say that was true. I will say this. I was screaming, traitor, 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 until I watched the movie, and then I was like, hey, wait a minute. He may have something. Right. Well, you're, if you handle those kind of secrets for the government, and we admit we have to have some secrets, yeah. mm-hmm. and you said you're not going to expose those, and you did, he broke the law. He, he is a traitor yeah. then on that – but According we also we also have to have whistleblowers that if the government's getting outside yeah, exactly. their authority of what they're doing, we need to know about it to take correct action. Now we're in the dilemma. And see, he was trying to say that amongst everybody He in tried there, to go and, through and the no, channels as well. And nobody would listen to him. Right. So that's the whole point is if you're going to have whistleblowers, let them whistleblow within the organization. Right. You can't have it both he ways. He tried to work it a different way yeah. and couldn't and, get any satisfaction it would be like if we were working for the government and they said, hey, you signed all this stuff, that confidential and this and that, and you like find out that they're poisoning the citizens yeah. to control population, and you're like, whoa, wait, this is immoral. This is, not, right. this is not what we agreed to, and you start trying to talk to somebody, nobody listened to you, then you go out and scream to the country they're poisoning you, and then you run off to Russia. Uh, and then they're saying, well, if you come back, I mean, you committed treason. And with his uh, mindset, I can you see. Did, you, you, did, you broke the law. I mean, just size written out, you broke it. So I'm sorry. You're like, well, yeah, but it was for the good of the people. Yeah. I don't know. It's and a, I can see why he would think, hey, if I do this normal, fair trial, I'm going to get some judge that's, you know, not impartial to what's going on. And, and the government's already stepped up there and absolutely. said, hey, we, we got copies of your phone calls. Yep. And, we're going to tell everybody about your friend you're meeting out there at the campground, you yes. know, or something. They go, okay, I got it. This is where I kind of landed. I don't know what to do about Snowden. I really don't. I don't have the answer. I can see both sides of the argument. But I would say this with zero reservation to the American people. Pay attention to what he was showing you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because. So that, if we that, say that, though, that means he's a good whistleblower. Well, I know. I'm, I, I appreciate the information. All right, let me ask you this. Can, could, we did, could we deduce from this? If he exposed what the government was doing and what their charge was, he would be a traitor. 
But once they stepped outside the boundaries of what they were supposed to be doing, he's no longer a traitor because they're not doing the mission that they made him sign an -hmm. agreement to be quiet about. The agreement was that the government, because of terrorist threats and all this, they were going to, we agreed, we all agreed, that you, you we're going, we're going to kind of give up some of our freedoms, and and they said, well, don't worry, we're we're not going to be watching anybody unless there's a reason to watch them. Snowden says, no, 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 they're back here monitoring Americans just to monitor Americans, and they're looking for political angles and and agendas and leverage. You're all being monitored, and 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 most of you are being monitored. That there's no reason to monitor you other than they want to have information on you. Let me, if you remember, George. A, uh, George W. Bush said, and he was very clear about this, said, we are not going to be listening to phone calls unless they come from terrorists from a foreign country. Then we're going to listen to them and see who they're talking to and what they're talking about, which we all thought was fair. And if I remember in the movie Snowden, at least the example they had, some guy was monitoring what his girlfriend yeah. was doing when he wasn't around. Right. And, and then I, I can just hear Benjamin Franklin screaming, I told you. Bottom of the hour, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to some of your phone calls here shortly at eight six six. We be big. Hey, don't forget Casper and the Rick and Bubba show still celebrating September. Uh, yeah, you heard that right, September. The entire month dedicated to rest and relaxation. We love that. Uh, have you gotten your Casper mattress yet? Uh, it is outrageously comfortable, award-winning, uh, transforming the way people sleep as they provide perfect balance of, of comfort and support. Four layers of premium foam designed to provide pressure relief for all-night comfort while zone support is designed to provide extra support to keep your back aligned properly. With bedding, bed frames, and even dog beds, Casper has everything you need to sleep your best. Now join us and sleep cool and comfortable every night by getting yourself a Casper. Try yours for 100 nights with free shipping and returns. Go to Casper.com. You did hear that right. You can sleep on it in your home for up to 100 nights, and there's free shipping. And if you don't like it, you're out nothing. Uh, put in the promo code Bubba to get that deal. You also get $100 toward the purchase of select mattresses. You can always find deals at rickandbubba.com as well under the sponsors button. And, of course, Casper will be there also. You know, we were talking about this even in ourselves, and this is an interesting story that Speedy gave to me, talking about, you know, where we're going on consumption of music, and in our case, uh, Rick and Bubba CDs. You know, we're working on the new one right now, 25 big ones, and uh, it'll be coming out in time for Christmas. So you get into this discussion about, and we I make the joke with the golden ticket seats, we have boxes and boxes and boxes of uh, old hard copy CDs because back in the, the brick and mortar days, you know, the, the Walmarts of the world would order, you know, 5,000 CDs, you'd sell through those, and instead of ordering 1,000 more, they'd order 5,000 more. Yeah. And then you'd sell another 1,000, they'd send you 4,000 back and say, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we make the joke about you know how many people even have a CD player in the audience and uh, hey we're, this is big hearted Rick and Bubba we're giving you CDs that Walmart sent back they didn't sell <laughs> and, and it leads to a funny little ha ha joke and all that I just told y'all I talked with our store yesterday and hard copy CD sales are, are getting almost to be they're, they're way down from what they once were most people go out into the world of Apple Music and things like that and we put all of our bits out there they all are out there as well so but an interesting story. 
And it kind of seems to lend itself to us when we sound like old codgers talking on the air. They're saying not so fast. Some of these artists are realizing, now if you stay down and dirty and cheap and just put out one little sleeve and a CD, those 799 CDs are not selling very good at all. They're down 21%. But what they're noticing is that when the return of the album, when people started going back to vinyl and the return of the album, people pay more for albums than we paid for them when they oh, were even. Yes, oh, yeah. Double. But they say what people are paying for is the packaging. They like, remember us talking about this on the air? Yeah. They yeah. like pictures of the artist, pictures of the band. Oh, we used to. I love the album little, covers little, we used little, to have a look at sure. that. The artwork if it was a was, double album, yeah. you really had yourself. Oh, yeah. Because old open. We Ooh. didn't get to see them then. We didn't have the internet. Right. So you didn't know what the bands looked like. Uh-uh. And you were just hoping a picture of them was on there. It wasn't too artsy fartsy. That's true. That, you didn't know, but some of them, I mean, I remember the covers being very entertaining. Oh, well, yeah. well, they're saying that there's value to a fan for that experience. They're saying, look, once you download something off of the, the, the digital download world, I mean, you might can see the logo when it pops up on your you know stereo in your automobile or at home. Right. But it's just a one page. But, it, but, but you, well, you can't, you can't touch it. You no, can't, you it, can't see you it. Just, really. All you see oh, is yeah. the, the logo, and they're saying, so what they're doing is they're saying, yeah, we can say goodbye to the cheap, CD when CDs were trying to survive, so they started making the pack- packaging more and more cheap. Mm-hmm. Well, they said if you'll go back, Taylor Swift has done this, and I don't know about the band Tool, mm-hmm. but I know that Adler, got, probably, Adler knows Adler all knows about all about them. them. They got a huge following. They're doing, the people going to buy their stuff when they put it out. But what they did for their fan base is they put out CDs, but they did elaborate packaging and started selling them for forty four, forty five dollars. With all this elaborate packaging, and they're selling like crazy. And doesn't yeah. theirs have like yeah. almost like a like a uh, what am I what am I looking for? Like an iPad in it. Yeah, like it comes with a with its there's some version the, of like a yeah. And this is by the way, this is going to lend itself to a conversation I need to have with you today. They're they're saying that it, it's it's if you'll give the, your your fan base something they can handle or look at yeah. or that's neat, they will go back and buy the hard copies. They're just not going to buy a hard copy if all it is is listening to the music because they can get that because they can get that on the download. Yeah, but if you're putting in their pictures and coupons and I'm telling you what this comes from, and you know we and I had this conversation yesterday, and we got a new sponsor that may be teaming up with us. This is really taking the concept of like we do with Buzzbox Coffee, and you see these different boxes that people get and sometimes you, you don't even know what's coming in the box and all yeah. that there's a bunch of different companies out there like yeah. that no matter of fact there's some talking to us now and people we did one for a little while they sent you like survival yeah, people mm-hmm. people like getting these things because it has a lot of stuff in it they say well they they're taking that e-commerce concept and going retail with it and said the brick and mortar people are kind of getting excited because they're thinking okay wait a minute so there may be a product that these fans would rather come to the retail store and buy off off the shelf if it's elaborate and has a lot of packaging and pictures and mm-hmm. stuff in it and undoubtedly Taylor Swift and some of these other bands that have pretty loyal following they're saying it's working for us they said that Taylor Swift's um, latest CD with elaborate packaging and expensive by the way sold 468,000 copies which they said is is a big number in today's world if you're talking about CDs yeah and um, they're saying there's some others who have done it uh, and said that you know, and some of them are are fetching fifty bucks, sixty bucks, um, and then the albums are selling. You know, for thirty bucks. 
Oh, yeah. So they're saying, really, if you want to go back to the hard copy stuff, you don't need to make it cheap. You need to make it expensive. Right. Yeah, because the, 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 the numbers I was seeing with Taylor Swift were unbelievable. And down in that article. Yeah. Now, I mean, you got you got to have that. You know, this also lends itself to that world, uh, and this is the new term out there: influencer. I mean, you you got to be sure. you got to be you got to <laughs> be. Do. And she's one of the these artists. are the words you hear: influencer and tribe. Mm-hmm. This yeah. inf- this influencer influences their tribe, mm-hmm. and that tribe will move to whatever product the influencers <laughs> point them to. Yeah, she's one of the. I hear these conversations all the time. Yeah. There's a few. This few is the world we're living in now. Artists yeah. now that she's one of them whose fan base will buy her CD. Yes, right. not to the numbers that they used to sell. No, but, no, no. Right. But her, they're her, and they're like the tool and all that. Their people will buy it. Well, yeah. that's what they're saying. They're saying CDs overall are down another 21%. Just uh, the CD. Just the CDs. Not the consumption of their stuff. But the CD, the heart. But yeah. then these expensive packaging CDs are up. Yeah. And the albums are up. See, so like, look, look, at at look at this right here. That's the what. Whole thing. That's mm-hmm. what. Uh, Speedy's got that. So you're. Yeah. <laughs> so they're selling those things for 60, 70 bucks, 100 bucks. And you go get this big box of a bunch of. So it's not just the music you're you're buying. Yeah. The experience, yeah. correct, so to speak. Yeah. So because, like I said, we used to have the albums. You at least had the cover art, and, and a lot of times they would put extra stuff inside of them. Back in the day. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So we'll, we'll say it's a different. If it's a, it's a different, definitely a different game. Yeah. Uh, but they're 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 they said if you're just going to try to make it the music is available to you on a disc or available for you to download, you lose. But if you say, "Oh, would you like to buy this package yep. full of stuff that will include the CD?" Then that's different. Yeah, it's really kind of going back even further. But see, this sim out there and looking at all these pictures and stuff in there, it's kind of mm-hmm. going back to the way it was when we would go get an album. There was yeah. more than just the music; it was the album experience. I mean, you got to know the band, you got to see things like you said. You, a lot of times, you'd never seen the band before. I, I I can remember many many times you'd have the album on. You'll go to your little crate or wherever you kept them. You pull the album cover out and you sit there and look at it. Re- oh, yeah. If the sleeve had information, oh, yeah. you know, even the record sleeve you pulled mm-hmm. out would have stuff printed yeah, on it. Yeah. You'd read about them and all that you could find because you you didn't have access to that information. Really, I think now if you wanted it, you could find it. But uh, yeah, I can remember in the days, like I say, in your mind you would have a vision of what the band looked like, and when you finally saw them and it, it didn't fit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I will say this: I do prefer. Of course, I'm an old older guy i do kind of like the fact now that i have a catalog of lots of music and i don't need any room for it in my car do you remember loading around all oh, that stuff in your car yeah. yeah you know and trying to find space for them trying to find space for albums trying to find space for all that stuff it is kind of nice not to have that space anymore yeah because i don't really care about looking at pictures and stuff but these people that are fans of their of their band or artist they probably obviously they do well that yeah. box is kind of cool the one you saw there with taylor swift you could use it for other things i mean i mean you have been a fan of a uh, of a little wooden box that one of our friends gives at christmas and he'd, he'd send chocolate covered almonds yeah, in or something i, I believe and then you it had a little sliding t- yeah. and you could put all kind of stuff i, in. Love, I love those I, do too. <laughs> I gotta warn you uh we'll take phone calls coming up next talking to speedy uh, phone calls are coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll take those right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And here we go, 10 minutes to the top of the hour. The phone troll music has started. That means everybody got a shot. We got lines available, and Helmsy's making it happen. Your phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we look forward to talking to you. I got a ticket. First, we say hello to our golden ticket seat guests today. Hello to Logan, Taylor, and Dan Stallings. 
Whoa! There they are. The Stallings are here today. Will Collins, where's Will? Will's right there. I got the front row. Happy birthday, Jared Harrison. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, Marcy Harrison here as well. They had to leave early. We didn't get a proper goodbye to Brandon Hanley and Lydia Boswell, but they were here. Uh, they looked a little sleepy today, and um, they ended up leaving a little bit early, but we thank them for coming by I think it was the and seeing us. So we thank the Stalins, ran them all. Uh, but anyway, so everybody gets a pound of BuzzBox coffee. And they get a Rick and Bubba double CD with really elaborate packaging. Not Elab- one, but two. Uh, elaborate packaging. <laughs> uh, so if you want to join us, go to contact at rickandbubba.com. We start uh, with, uh, let's go with Tony out of Mississippi. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone, phone troll. troll. Hello, Tony. Welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, congratulations on 25 years. Thank I got you. a question for Bubba. I've heard the term summer of Bubba through the years. And I just wanted to know what is summer of Bubba? Well, that was, uh, that was a summer we had a few years ago. We're better known as SOB here on yes. the show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I was, uh, working on getting in shape, uh, for playing tennis and lost about 40 pounds that summer. It was Got a haircut. Like you liked it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it was a complete summer of makeover from Bubba. And, mm-hmm. and the good news is about what we do. If you can capture pictures of any good error you had, you just keep putting that picture up. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Check, yeah. Out well, the, why you? check out the Simply Safe logo. I mean, picture with y'all in it. <laughs> yeah. Bubba, I mean, that's all good. Oh, yeah. So Bubba. That was really high and tight. Really? Bubba was on fire that summer. Oh, we called it were. the summer of Bubba. Yeah. And we've we've tried to recapture that magic a few times. <laughs> this year we're going the fall of Bubba, right into winter. <laughs> well, right? starting, or we call it the fall. The, uh, the, the fall. Greg, right. I, why don't you I think do that? Bubba. That would be if it was right fall. Right in the middle of tailgating season. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough time of year to kick all that off. I think it was the fall that killed the summer of Bubba. Hunting season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you think yeah, the about holidays it. are not a good time to have anything of Bubba. I no, just I, I worry about the term the Food fall of Bubba. Bubba. Yeah, yeah that's not good. <laughs> well, that, Rick, that's, that's why we not, want to do something, right? Right, yes. please. Well, that, we call that nineteen uh, twenty nineteen. That's right. Well, look, he's 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 super healthy once he leaves here. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we continue. Uh, we go to this, this is this is rough here. I think because you know it's funny because Betty and I were just talking about this topic yesterday. As she was carrying me by getting paperwork from a fat clinic. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> you know, the hours, the hours that we work make it work. I mean, it amplifies the problem. And she had pointed out that you know a lot of shift workers have weight uh, weight issues too. So it, it getting up early because you you get desperate, you feel like you just need something to get you through it. And sometimes it's a cookie, sometimes it's a piece of bread, right. you know, all the things you don't right. need to be eating. Right. And uh, so that probably amplifies it some. But you know we still have some core issues there we need to work on. I think. <laughs> Do you? Mm. Now, what shift are we on? <laughs> first, well, we yeah. we have a we have a modified first shift. We got a weird shift. We do. Watch yeah. your mouth. It's it's halfway. I mean, you know, most first shift people don't get there till like eight o'clock. So mm-hmm. shift work. Mm-hmm. Yep. We uh no three thirty kickoff clock. Ugh, it's rough. What time you get up now? Two thirty. Two thirty. I'm still haven't figured out why you get up at three thirty. Takes me about an hour from alarm going off to pulling out of the driveway. So really? I leave it for you know how long it takes me here about five 15 or, minutes depends on how long I've got to what I do at the house before I leave most right. of the time. If I, if I leave without doing anything, I leave at five. Right. What do you do for that? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I leave at four thirty. I get here at five. Right. If I have a little something to do, I may run a little bit late and get here, you know, at five fifteen or five thirty. Yeah. Right. 
So um, what do y'all what now? Yeah, what I mean, I want to know your like your whole morning. Like you wake up and you get up at three thirty. Yes, on the treadmill. And, and you guess you yeah. put your seat back, CPAP off to the side. Get yeah, up. Yeah, I put it in the drawer. The mask. I get up. Uh, you know, usually the first stop is the commode area. You okay, know? That's and it. Uh, okay. yeah, and then I hit the shower, mm-hmm. and sometimes I stand there a little longer than I should. Oh, cold hot water. If cold water's hitting you, you fall asleep in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and but it, it takes it takes about an hour from from alarm going off to car rolling out the drive. That's what I usually budget for time. So what 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 takes up the hour? Just the shower? Yeah, it must be a long one because I, I yeah. shower every morning. I'm I'm fifteen twenty minutes and I'm out of there. Yeah, me too. I probably stay in shower a little longer than I should. Right, but that, see, because I shower my, at night too to get clean. I that's part of my allergy. That's part of my allergy world too, where mm-hmm. I just you know try to wash everything off of you that can right. be. <laughs> You know, causing never, the allergies never from heard outside. Combating allergies quite like that. Well, the hot, <laughs> yeah. the hot steam it yeah. helps to open yeah, your sinuses sure. up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's a. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd like to see you get more sleep and less prep. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you it's can more beneficial. Thirty minutes. I think it's more beneficial. I need about an hour to sit here and think about stuff. Good thirty minutes more sleep. Mm. I think you can. It's funny because what time it, do you get up? You the latest. Four thirty. Four thirty, and then I I sometimes I will I will snooze to four forty, but usually four thirty. So I I get up an hour earlier than you do. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah, but I, I can't come in there. And, know, I, and like I'm usually two wheels. I don't, that's not. I don't. Well, I'm, I, I'm usually here easy by five thirty. Easy. Yeah. I mean, because I, I usually leave about ten after five. Yeah, I think I just take a little more time to wake up. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but this is my, the the one good thing about my shower right now that that we have is I can't sit down. In other words, there's no you know cause some of them have a built in bench or whatever. But I'm just saying, do you? I don't know. I oh, don't you don't? Why okay, would you I, sit down? The I know. Shower. I know. Well, well, no, we, I just saying some people sit down in the shower. Yeah, 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 elderly people they have them chairs. You no, buy for well, yeah. by, by no, the way, I had a, I had a shower. Handi- Handicap elderly. No, y'all make y'all make fun of me. I had a shower that had. I don't know a bunch of people, but I've heard that. I mean, like some of they read the paper. Some of the newer homes have like. Uh, well, built in maybe if you I don't have a place I could sit, but I, I just don't. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't shampoo either. Maybe they want to wash your feet. I would fall back you know? asleep if I sat back down. But you picture me in the shower, sleep sitting. <laughs> but it's usually pretty cold on that seat unless you warm it up ahead of time. You know. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. it's all it's all different. <laughs> like everybody says. Like well, did you hear what I said? Every <laughs> we go, you can spin it. We're like automobiles. We all need different things. Right. And I told Bubba this before. I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any. First of all, and it's just the way it is. I mean, there's no reason to be here early. <laughs> Because right. there's no, I mean, we don't see the show prep comes in as we're starting the show. Well, you can come hang. Well, out I have to, yeah. I have to read ahead of time. Right. I can't, but know, I can't walk in five minutes to stack a paper. Now. Right, I, I try but to kind of know what it says ahead of time. I still think you could sleep thirty more minutes and still get here at a decent time. You could. I'm just trying to help. Well, me. I've tried adjusting it, and I just I feel because behind I, the curve. I've noticed you've there. been getting here closer to my time more times than not, more than ever in the past. Right, right. So is that more sleep, or you're just piddling? No, around that's, that's something I have to do in the morning. Well, or or feeding animals if Betty's not there, or you know whatever she's out of town. Well, the way we're made, and I've told you, or a project. Sometimes I have a note: Hey, bub, need that fixed. Well, we're trying, (laughs) we're trying to be the most efficient selves we can be. And for me, I don't know why I'm designed this way. It it really is not even about the amount of sleep I'm trying to get. That's helpful. But if I have too much delay, y'all seen this on the road. Yeah. If we have too much delay for the show start, see, I start getting sleepy. Mm-hmm. Say I want to get up and I want to be hair wet. I want to be. I want to flip on and then flip off. If I flip on and then nothing's happened, and I'm just kind of piddling around, goofing around. Before I know it, I'm like, I'm getting sleepy, lazy. I don't have the energy the show needs. Uh, Rick, I think Abby has. Abby and Gadsden, go ahead. 
I do not like the way that y'all give Bubba such a hard time when y'all have got stuff you got to work on, too. Thank you, We Abby. all do. Sure. No, I'm sorry. Yes, Are y'all you? getting such a hard time. What are you talking about? Well, the caller asked. The caller about asked it. what the summer bubble Bubba gives itself a much harder time than we get. Yeah, and he yeah. did really, really good. I am, I am rough on myself. I don't yeah. think I'm recognized for that, but I am rough. You on are. Myself. You <laughs> you do. And I'm real unhappy with myself in several areas. Well, so. I can't say. I'm just saying. I've yeah. seen. You. Hey, hey, Abby, <laughs> Abby, on, this yes. is this is completely true. Everybody on this team is rough on each other Ooh. to the equal degree. Yeah. You just may have your you Greg, just may I have li- I don't like to lose when I think I should have won. Yeah. Oh, you know no you don't. Yeah. I saw that firsthand. Yeah, the uh, what's happening here is I think what happens is everybody has their members of the show that may be your favorites and you're a little more protective of them than you are other members. But, Abby, I think you're a very wise woman. Thank you for so. listening. Yeah. And I want you to know that I told Bubba he's grown do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And um, and then, of course, there's always consequences. I think the summer's worse because I can't go to bed when I need yeah, to. It's too oh, bright outside. Yeah. Too much going too on. Too much light. Yep. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.